1: My name is Don Farad Hubbard. I am 44 years old. I grew up in Minneapolis. I've been in Minneapolis since 1978. So when I was 10 years old, I was up at the park. It's like eight, nine blocks away, like nine of my friends. We was having a snowball fight. It snows in Minnesota. It was early evening, so it wasn't really dark outside yet. And the cops roll up. So when the cops roll up, we scattered. Nobody want to have interaction with the police. As everybody scattered and took off, I ran around two blocks. I remember I ran around two blocks, and I, I cut through alleys because in Minnesota we got alleys. And as I was cutting through alleys, the cops zoomed by, backed up, and sped down the alley and caught me as I was trying to cut through a yard. So I stopped, and I came back. And he confronted me and asked me what we was doing out there. And I told him we was, we was having a snowball fight. And then he he was like, Y'all yeah, was having a snowball fight. I'm like, yeah, he's like, well, it's getting late. You need to take your black ass home. I'm like, what? And he was like, yeah, you heard me, nigga. And then it, it was what it was. It's one of those things that it, it sticks with you because you be like, why, why did he talk to me like that? Well, he figured he could. You know what I'm saying? It it, it was nothing to him to talk to me like that.
2: Uh,
3: you got Ken and BZ, Sophie and Mike FIFO a uh, The people want to know is the mic still on. I'm saying. Thanks for listening to a new episode
4: of the Is the Mike still on podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Inch. Joining me on the show, we got FIFO 24/7.
3: What they do, what they do.
4: bz 430. What up though? Mike Sea Town. Yo. There will be no Rod or Jason today. But, uh, Sophie will be joining us. Uh, she's running a little late, but, uh, she plans on joining, uh, later. So if you guys hear her voice pop up, that is why. So, um, so yeah, so there's that. Um, for those of you that are new to the show, cause I see our numbers keep going up, man. It's incredible. Thank you guys for listening and sharing the show. It means a lot. It really helps us grow and to become a voice, um, in a different way. Um, that um, that helps contribute to serious conversations and also lighthearted conversations as well. So uh, thank you for letting us be a part of your week. But uh, for back to what I was saying, for those of you that are new, this show is broken up into five parts. We open with our word of the day. We have our facts only. We do weekly topics. We close out with common commentary and end with the past, the mic segment um a lot of lot of positive feedback from last week's episode uh with q on uh, the people loved him um I will say that that show was interesting because it was it was kind of tough for us to really get going um when I was going back through it and editing like you know it was a very heavy um moment uh, i will say and it and you know it took us a while to get going I think we kind of finally got into it but um but yeah we thank you guys for our our count, for your kind words uh that meant a lot um from what i've seen so uh thank you for that as well um all right so let's jump into the show um the fat no the word of the day will be i i think i need to change that it's not like word of the day is like word, word of, of the week yeah yeah maybe that's better Um, I think word of the day because we were doing it the day of the recording, so that's why, but I think word of the week may be more applicable. But anyway, it's uh, exhortation, Hmm. which is a noun. It's Latin, 15th century, and I'm going to play it for.
1: Exhortation. All right. Exhortation.
4: So it means, uh, it's only one definition, an address or communication emphatically urging someone to do something. So the examples are a stern exhortation to drop it usually gets my dog's attention. And the second is when the exhortation was paired with three short claps, the kids knew that was the Sentinel recess was over. So, um, yeah, I think it's also funny because we do – uh, TV recap and movie review show frames per second. Uh, check that out. Uh, we recap and in insecure right now. We do movie reviews as well. Um, and MacGuffin was a word that we used on the show one day, and you know we definitely use that word here. Uh, you know here and there on that show, uh, on that show on frames per second too. So, um, so yeah, these these are good. I, I like doing these and putting these out there. Um, but yeah, exhortation, and I think that applies. That's applies to the time that we're living in right now so that's that all right let's jump into some facts only we have uh one which was about Derek so we have two um but the first one I read is about um Derek chauvin chauvin um he said that and you know Mikey said he wasn't sure if it was true but uh somebody pointed out that and they put a link to Snopes that Derek Chauvin's wife and Todd Thal are not related.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, he said, I'm not, and this was S one zero three, seven, nine, three. That doesn't sound right, but that's what I got on here. Uh, he says, I'm not just saying this because I want cool points. I just know sometimes people, you know, might forget. Mike said it he wasn't sure if it was true and ended up talking it as a fact, and TLDR Kelly Chauvin does have a brother in the police. But it wasn't too all foul. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but it don't even don't fucking matter.
5: Wait, he said that I did speak of it as a as it was a factor. No, he
4: was saying that sometimes people forget that you prefaced your comment. Oh, I by see. By saying Thank that you. you did, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. Got it. Thank you for that.
4: Yeah. So, uh, so that was that one, and then the other one. I f- I felt really really bad about this one, man. Um. Zack Snyder left because his daughter died, not because he had a daughter. I knew it was something related to his daughter. Um, And, yeah, I I may have to go edit that out because I I felt terrible when I found out that that was the reason and not the opposite. Um, Then uh, wasn't sure what to have is the username. Went on to say, film is still trash, and I don't think a cut would make it better. But, yeah, that's why he left. So, uh, but yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I wasn't sure. And I did say that, but I still feel terrible that I got it so horribly wrong. Um, but yeah, we appreciate, uh, you correcting, uh, correcting me on that one. Um, sorry that, uh, that's that. So, um, we're going to jump into topics. I'm going to open up with B what you got,
6: brother. Oh, yeah, my husband is literally super quick, man. Um, So the Brat finally comes out after 20 plus years. <laughs> I saw that. And I'm like, duh. <laughs> like for me, it was kind of like when she came out back then, I even back. Oh, then, wait, wait, like,
4: I'm sorry, B. You mean, yeah. uh, oh, I thought you said yeah. song. I thought you when you said come out. of no,
6: no, no, no. Came I mean, out and dropped
4: the song. Come
6: out about her sexuality. Pretty much.
4: Oh yeah, like that was like a month ago, wasn't it? I didn't see that then.
5: No, it was. I saw it this week. No, nah, that was old, bro. It you was. Keep I'm pretty sure, but keep
6: talking though. I well, know. I'm just saying, like, just the. I mean, when I saw that, <laughs> it was like one of those situations for me. It was just like, uh, duh. Like I never even. I always thought she was, you know, like a lesbian when she first came out. You know, just the way that she dressed and the way, you know, just like uh, seeing that. Like, growing up, if you saw, you know, if you saw a lady, a girl dressed like the way the brat is, you know, okay, she's probably, you know, a lesbian. You know, she's like, more likely she was a lesbian. I hate to stereotype that, but that's how I was when I was growing up. When I saw a woman look and dress like the, the brat, I assumed that she was a lesbian. And I mean, and I get it. And, and she did make a point in the interview that she was talking about. Um, like I said, the interview I saw, Mike, was in June 4th. It, it was dated June 4th.
5: This is March 27th. She did. Really? That. Yeah. <laughs> But go ahead, go ahead. We never talked about it, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah,
6: I mean, and, like, she was just saying how, like, and and she makes a good point. The landscape of the hip-hop community back in 94, the social landscape was definitely different back Mm -hmm. then, and it probably would have been a career suicide had she came out or admitted or any type of indications that she was, you know, a lesbian or whatever back then. So I get it, but still, for me, I mean, for people to be surprised, (laughs) I was just like, wait a minute, what? Y'all tell me y'all surprised by this? Like the way the Brett always carried herself, in my, in me, and I, of course, everyone is not thinking the same way I'm thinking. I'm just like, I always thought she was a lesbian, so her coming out was kind of like, oh, okay, cool, good job, but duh, like, always had that feeling. Same thing with Missy, like I always had a feeling that Missy was was a uh, was a lesbian. Like if but she, you? Was, but she's not, is she? I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing an example. If Missy. Oh. That's example I'm just throwing out. If Missy was just come out and say, Yeah, I'm a lesbian, I would be like, All right, duh. Like, always. Yeah. Always... M-
3: M- Missy's had a couple girlfriends. She used to live in Miami, ran into her a couple
6: times. And she has some girlfriends, Fever? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. See?
5: Yeah, hold on now. Like, well, never mind. Never mind. Because anytime they say I try to correct y'all, I'm, I'm being no, an no, asshole. No. Let no. me be quiet. No, what? go ahead and finish, B. Mike, I am, do, you know I am
1: not going to. You know I'm not. I know you're person. not.
5: But. <laughs> No, go ahead. go ahead, correct me. So I well
4: I have a I have a a question.
1: Yeah.
4: Um would it really have been career suicide for her back then? And and I only asked this because of the way that men still sexualize um you know the idea of two women hooking up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it would have been a career suicide for her. I think it probably would have been a little bit more harmful for a man back then, but for a woman, I think she probably could have gotten away with it.
6: I agree with that. You think so? I Yeah. Even, I think, so I think even with the social her. landscape, how it was back then? I, I don't know.
5: Yeah. It would have hurt her. I don't know that it would have ended her career um, because she wasn't, she wasn't sexualized anyway. Um, I mean, she was, of course, but it wasn't. Yeah, by, it say. wasn't. It was
4: the second <laughs> album. I think it was the second album.
5: Right, but what I'm saying is, when she first came out, I'm sure she was sexualized, regardless of how she dressed. But mm-hmm. I don't think it was by design. Like she didn't sexualize herself, and even if she did, that's her choice. But regardless, mm-hmm. um, oh, what what I what I was gonna say is one, I agree with Ken. I don't think it would have ended her career. Um, but, but look, she knows better than we do. So yeah, yeah she's, she, she, she's saying, she was, yeah, you
6: know. yeah, she was around, and but is, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
5: I was going to say, I, I, people in the comments can think I'm a dick if they want to fuck y'all I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, I don't think it's necessarily fair to look at the brat or Missy Elliott and say, you know what? I always thought you were a lesbian. And then you say, well, why? Well, because of the way she dressed. I mean, did you guys think that about TLC when they were out?
6: No, but they also I mean, had
5: because they had songs about yeah. Men, right? yeah, right. So I mean, I I I think sexuality is a lot deeper than how somebody dresses because I mean, back then, a lot of women dressed like that. A lot of women wore baggy shit. Like, think about it. Like in the in the early nineties, yeah. Who was who Still was think men? about Aaliyah. Right. Who was wearing mean, tight clothes? Nobody. Nobody.
4: But I, I think TLC. I think you had. I'm gonna say anomalies, but you had those that that did not conform to like what the standards were. Mm-hmm. But I also wonder, and I, I'm I'm trying to do the timeline in my head.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But did TLC have something to do with Aaliyah? Which came first? TLC.
6: TLC TLC was oh, 90, really? like TLC was like ninety one ninety two. Yeah, so like along
4: comes Aaliyah and TLC had this style, so I could easily see her adopting that style. Plus, you know, it was kind of to your point, Mike. There was a period where being that tomboys dressing tomboys was kind of cool, but right,
6: different though, man. But <laughs> for the
4: most part, back then, from what I remember, that you know, um, there was this this thing that were unfairly applied to the way females dress if they dress like a tomboy. And there was also then, you know, some conversations that I've had with women that said that, you know, they went through their tomboy phase. And that's why I use the words unfairly because sometimes, you know, from the conversations I had with multiple women that told me, yeah, I went through my tomboy phase, you know, where I dress, you know, in in baggy clothes, like you were mentioning and stuff like that. But then eventually you grew out of it. and, And when they did that, You know, if they didn't know them at the time or they probably would have made um, the assumption that they were a lesbian, you know, back then. So
5: I think this has ninety nine point nine percent to do with the fact that she was a rapper because everyone still saw hip hop as a man's game. So unless you were like a little Kim and you're coming out the box immediately talking about sucking dick or whatever, whatever. Album cover. Right, album cover with her you know, all that. (laughs) Men in their minds are going to automatically assume something. Well, if you're acting like this and you're rapping like this and you're aggressive like a man, you must want to be a man. I remember people thought MC Light for the longest time was gay. And I was always like, for what? Oh, man, you could just tell by the way she acts. Really? I don't see it. So that's why when y'all said Missy Elliott, I'm like, what about Missy Elliott? says lesbian has and i mean outside of what ralph just said because i didn't know anything about seeing her with girls or whatever and even though yeah that still doesn't make you a lesbian but I well mean, no well
3: well, well here, here here's the thing though mike um mm-hmm. it, it, it's not the fact that i just saw her with a girl and it's like oh she's a lesbian no holding hands kissing you know being affectionate yeah
5: I didn't say anything.
3: I'm I'm listening. Oh, okay. Fine. I'm just saying. I I just saw your face, but um, not nah, like oh, my, one of my on my phone, not from you. Oh, okay. Yeah, now nah, one of my boys. Um, back when I was in high school, mm-hmm. um, he used to work at Walgreens in bow Harbor, which is like a very uppity. Like, she had a condo up there. So does Timberland, and you know, say a lot of other you know people that migrate to Miami or have second or third homes in Miami. Like a lot of them are over there, and um. She used to go into that Walgreens all the time and he and you know, I was up there one time, you know what I'm saying, chilling with him, waiting for him to get off his shift, and here comes Missy with a badass chick on her arm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I I, I saw it with my own two eyes.
5: But what I'm saying is that doesn't mean that she's a lesbian. She could be bisexual, she could be one hundred percent. That's what I was 100%. saying. Yeah, but but but, but she she was she was a heterosexual. is, gotcha. is the point now. Yeah. 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 But but that's not based on her clothing choice. You oh saw, no, not at all. And that's the—that's what yeah. I'm—that's what I'm getting at. Like you can't look. And that's why I said outside of what you saw, Ralph. Yeah. I don't think it's really fair to be like, well, I've always thought you were a lesbian. Well, why? Because you, you, you rap and you dress like this. Really
3: though? No? Yeah. Interesting. Because because for me, like when Missy first came out, I never thought that she was um, lesbian or biracial or biracial. <laughs> <laughs> Damn,
1: Damn. <laughs> what she, she mixed with? What
3: she got? right. Now. <laughs> oh, my ass real quick, but nah, uh, I never thought like like I thought Missy Missy was heterosexual. The Brat, I don't know. It was just something about her that just I don't know. She gave off that vibe to me. So mm-hmm. when The Brat first came out, being from Chicago, I'm from Chicago too. I don't know. She just—I felt she was always lesbian. It wasn't how she dressed. Mm-hmm. I think it was just more so her how demeanor, she came off. Yeah, her, yeah, her demeanor. Because the kicks
6: because TLCs, even though they was dressing boyish, boyish, it was a demeanor about them that you can be like, okay, yeah,
5: they, you know, it's still, yeah. Fuck, I'm trying to think of a way to say it. Like, still, women they were softer. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to yeah. explain to you guys that just because someone acts more quote unquote stereotypically feminine does not mean that they're yeah. a lesbian 100 percent. because i mean a lot of a lot of women just don't act like that because one that's not their personality and two maybe they don't like acting like that because it makes men overly sexualize them so mm. i don't know i mean it's i think that that logic is the same logic as saying well this guy you know wears tight clothes or he acts a little whatever so he must be gay and it's like bro what where does that come from? Oh, Young Thug must be gay because he wore a dress on this album. Yeah, really? Or, or really? Call his,
4: uh, call his friend Bay? I think it was Bay or something like yeah. that. I mean, that is weird, but that is weird. <laughs>
5: that like, I'm not calling no grown ass man for me. Right? Mike, <laughs> hey, Mike for me, for me, it's more about.
6: And I'm just speaking for myself. It's me. It's more about demeanor, Whether yeah. it comes from a guy or a female, like. Like if you if, like if I met you for the first time and you were tight, and you was wearing you know red tight pants, I wouldn't think you was gay because of your demeanor, like how you act. But like if you'd have been like on some like what's my man name from Lil' Dirty Shame? Uh, you remember Lil' Dirty oh, Shame? Oh, Wayman. Wayman from La Dirty Shame. You're, if remember. Mike had that demeanor, oh yeah, I would be like, yeah, that dude right there. He, he, he's yeah. a homosexual. You know
5: what I'm saying? Like, but the, not all homosexuals have the same demeanor. I know. you live in Atlanta, that. y'all. Not saying
3: that. I know. I know. So I know. Be, I'm just
5: not saying that. Right, right. That, because because
3: I have I have a lot of um, <laughs> homosexual neighbors in my in my condo complex, and there was one that like you know he moved out, but I would have never known at all. Right. So 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 I so I understand, but there are certain demeanors that you look at them and just your your actions, your your um your mannerisms. It's mm-hmm. like okay, I think you are just based off of this, sure. and I may yeah. be wrong, yeah. but there's sometimes you can just look and be like okay. The way you're acting, yeah, I would assume, yeah. you sure. know what I'm saying? But sometimes there's a whole bunch of them that you wouldn't know
1: at all. I can't tell, like, yeah. Oh, yeah feels, like the this, dude I'm talking this
4: about, feels, about. This feels like, man, God we're going to get some comments for <laughs>
1: It
6: is what
4: it is. <laughs> tied, tied, <tried>, <laughs> yeah,
6: <tried. they're> like,
4: <laughs> oh, shit, they coming. I'm just I'm like, oh, shit, like, goddamn. <laughs> Look, but look, uh, back to Missy. Here I, think I am with,
6: thinking this shit was going to be quick.
5: <laughs> yeah. It never
4: is, man. You know we talk. Right, but the right. thing with Missy, I think that that um, there may have been conversations, be about her sexuality uh, among certain people. I didn't really have those. But I think what it was about her that kind of made it a little bit, um, I think because of everything about her, her whole style was just so different and dope. With the way she dressed, the videos, the music, the whole nine that I think that from the conversation that I was hearing and part of back in the day, that never mm. really came up. It really was about how dope she fucking was. With with the brat, um, what probably threw some people off was the second I think it was the second album cover where she dressed up a little bit more Yeah, when she was more. She was showing, yeah. She was showing, you know, yeah.
6: and all that stuff. Yeah.
4: Yeah. But I, I, I do remember, you know, uh, well, no, I don't remember that. I think I may have heard that, but, but yeah, so I think, um, and I think that was a Jermaine, I don't know whose decision that was may have been Jermaine Dupree or whatnot, but, but yeah. And I think that, I think that kind of maybe, I don't know if it squashed those conversations but it did kind of throw people off a little bit more. So it was like, oh, well, maybe she was doing the TLC thing, or you know, or being the tomboy thing, or what, or whatnot. So I don't know. But so, but yeah, it was. I mean, to your point, like or her point or whoever, it's just like times are different now. So mm-hmm. you know, it's easier for her to come out. She didn't have to do it. She didn't owe anybody
3: yeah. anything. It's definitely more acceptable now. You know what I'm saying? Like compared to what it was back then, overall, just just general society, they, like it, it's.
4: I, I would say that they're hidden now. What's hidden? I, now? I think the people that oppose it are not saying it publicly the way they used to be.
5: One hundred percent, but but no, it's not one hundred percent. No, nah.
3: no, no, but what, what I'm saying by 100%, I agree with the comment. I don't think that that's 100% true, but I agree with Ken's comment. But at the same time, like, society has accepted um, being gay or um, bisexual a lot more
5: than back then. You got to think about now, it, Ken. Like, back then, we didn't even really understand it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the reason a lot of us attacked is because we we literally did not even understand what that shit meant. You know, you heard somebody was gay in, the, in the, the mid-80s or whatever. You assumed all kinds of incorrect shit. First of all, you assumed mm-hmm. they had AIDS. Yep. You assumed they were going exactly. to try to fuck you. You assumed that they were child molesters. That's, that's the things that went through people's heads back then. I do think it's a lot more accepted now because there's been so much more information, one. Two, there's been a lot more representation to where you have gay people in front of you that are explaining to you what it means to be gay. So it's like you're getting all of this new information that, that eases up this fucked up fear and all of this bullshit information that we thought we had back then. I do agree with you that, yeah, there are a lot of people that just are still homophobic. They just won't say it. Okay, But I definitely disagree that the climate has not changed and that the people are just hidden. I definitely think that people that might have been homophobic back then are not now because they've learned you know i i I was i would have never considered myself homophobic but i was definitely around people that dropped the F-A-G-G-O-T word on a regular basis in 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 middle school and we never saw it as a problem i literally just watched this documentary about um the guy that was in nightmare on elm street 2 who was a gay man and how nightmare on Elm street two was like this, this, this movie that had these gay undertones. And there was a point in the documentary where they start talking about how it was completely normalized for even kids movies to be homophobic. Like there were parts in, in, in teen Wolf where I think his name was styles where he's like, just don't Mm -hmm. tell me that you're a, an F.A.G. Just don't tell me that. And this is a PG movie, PG-13 movie. And that's just one example. There were plenty of examples that they showed where people just said, you know, you're a faggot. You're a fag. You're a faggot. And it was normal. But but now, could no PG-13 movie get away with that? Because people understand that that shit's not cool. I love that
4: you said that because that is so true. When you watch some of this, like, it's almost like, Entertainment TV were, were, were conditioning us mm-hmm. to think that you know that was unacceptable, and now it's nothing for it to be on TV. Now it's it's almost like it's the opposite. Like the societal norms of how, like if you say that now, it's like oh you get jumped on immediately for mm-hmm. being like a dick, and you know I and when I watch this, you know I I don't I don't think I've ever really like considered myself to be homophobic and i think about that often i think about like like growing up and like some of the situations that i've been in and but i i do know that i've learned a lot more than i did back then
1: right
5: i
4: do know that i was exposed to those things that i saw on tv and i heard growing up in the southern states some of the things that we that uh that were being said you know about that lifestyle as, as well you know and i it's for me such a long time ago <laughs> that I can't really think of whether or not I agree with that thing or probably if I just left it alone because it was just the thing. But now that as an adult over time, just listening and learning and, and reading, I'm so more educated about it now right. that, you know, it's it's easier for me to kind of push back on certain things that, that you know, I hear or see or witness than back in the day. Yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, um,
5: I don't know. That was an interesting topic. I I saw it pop up back in March when it first happened because people mm-hmm. on Twitter were on fire saying the same shit. Like, you know, why are you wasting your time? We already knew, and then people were creating memes out of it, and they're like, you know, wow. if you're if you're surprised by her being gay, then this must be you. And they would post like a picture of Stevie Wonder or some shit. I must be an idiot because not only did I not know, I never even once even thought about it like i literally couldn't give a fuck less i never even thought about what her sexuality was her uh uh missy mc light none of these people i just never even thought about it
4: definitely missy but i've been i was definitely around people that that have said that about the brat um i just didn't care all that much but i've heard the conversations to me it was just like you know it was just I mean she had that hit song on there. So um and you know, maybe it's just something she wanted to do for us. obviously it's something she yeah. wanted to do for herself. Right. And you know, that's dope. And um, you know, maybe, you know, she can live out in the openness and, and maybe she felt that, you know, she felt like she was still in this closet or whatever. So and just put it in the bed. It's like, all right, here it is, let's move on. Like, you know, now so that's that's pretty cool. So um but yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't see it. And if I saw it, I was like, okay, cool. I probably would have moved on. But yeah, that's a that's a, a, a good topic. And I think what came out of that is like kind of a, a discussion about where things were and yeah. where things are now and how hip hop is evolving. Um,
6: hey, Ken, which, what, yeah. Ken, what did you say earlier in the on, on this topic? You was mentioning that you said you didn't think it would have been career suicide because of, you said how men, how we uh, looked at women, you know, like, I guess, women-on-women women action and stuff like we didn't mind that what yeah that, I don't that? Think, I, yeah
4: i don't i don't think it would have hurt her as much as it would have hurt a male right. to come out I, and
6: say I, I think i don't think okay so yeah i agree with you. the point i think only because men didn't really sexualize the brat like that i think if someone like little kim would or foxy brown at the time would have came out and been like yeah i'm bisexual or i like Women too. I think that would have been cool because men already looked at them like sexually, like oh shit, they already they we are they, they already find them like super attractive, opposed to someone like the brat that dresses up, you know, kind of like us or whatever. So you get what I'm saying? Like I think mm-hmm. that yeah, to that point.
5: Yeah, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll I'll leave this here. This is just me personally. Mm-hmm. I I have a horrible gaydar. Somebody somebody could be, like like Ken knows, we used to work with a dude uh, who, who everybody on planet Earth knew was gay.
1: Yeah.
5: And my ass would be hanging out with him. He'd be saying all kinds of sketchy shit. I had no idea until somebody was like, how the fuck did you not know he was gay? I was like, I just thought he was a happy-ass old white guy. I had no idea. So I look at situations like this, mm-hmm. and... I'm just never surprised anymore. If somebody says, Hey, by the way, I'm gay, I'm like, All right, cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Because I mean, at this point, living in Atlanta and living in the places and the parts of Atlanta that I've lived in, I've I've seen every single shape and color of the rainbow. So I don't I don't even think about this kind of shit anymore. I don't look at someone that's like, Oh, you wearing Big old baggy pants. You must be a lesbian. Not. I'm not. I'm not saying that you guys do that, but I know that's a yeah, that's a that's a, that's a I conception. Got
0: that. I, got I don't.
5: I, back in the 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 mid '80s, I probably would have done that. You know, if 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 they had the mannerisms that you were talking about, be. Mm-hmm. But in 2020, nah, because you got these Billy Eilish types and all that, and mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like my thing is, unless. Unless your relationship or situation has anything to do with me personally, I uh, I couldn't humanly give a fuck less about who you have sex with or who you're in love with. It's not do you, my think, business. That's, do you think that's something that comes with age? Yes. I think it comes with age people- and it comes with, with 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 experience and being around certain people. When you know when I was you know, in the when I was like a teenager, like an early teenager, when I was like twelve, thirteen I didn't have any gay friends. Not that I knew. Mm-hmm. But later on, I realized I did have gay friends. I just didn't know at the time that they were gay. Um, but, you know, yeah, there were dudes in drama class and dudes that would just be in the fucking commons area spitting out Shakespeare. And, like, that wasn't an indication of sexuality to me. That was just an indication of, okay, you're kind of this artsy, nerdy, whatever. I'm going to hang out with you because we probably like the same type of shit. But it never occurred to me that any of that shit would have any kind of tie to sexuality because it doesn't but we we do force those connections you know but i think it's just a matter of being around certain people just like someone that grows up in the south a white guy in the deep south that doesn't have black friends would have these misconceptions of what black people are Mm -hmm. and then maybe when he starts getting acclimated to black people he's like damn i thought I thought all y'all was dang bangers and I thought all y'all were just running around shooting everybody. I had no ideas y'all was just like me. <laughs> you know, but sometimes as fucked up as that sounds, yeah. sometimes that's what it takes for, yeah. for, for people to just be acclimated to outsiders, you know, to understand that it's not that different, man.
4: That um, when, when I moved here in 99, my roommate used to get hit on a lot. He used to always uh, he would come back and tell the stories about these people. Like they would roll down the window, and be hitting on him. Come on, man! Yeah, man! Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, and I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe my gaitar was bad. But I was like, yeah, I don't. I don't get hit on like that. It wasn't until working there that things changed. And that person you were speaking on used to say, like sketchy. Improper stuff all the time. To me, um, I heard things that he said that I I didn't even hear about. Bro, me too. Me too. (laughs) But it never (laughs) bothered me, and and you know, it 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 was just like it was kind of just who I I took. It was like okay, it is who he is. Like that's just him. You know, the shit was sometimes funny, but Mm -hmm. you know, I'm. But that's you know me. But yeah.
5: But I, I didn't have the understanding enough to know that I was being sexually harassed at work. Me either. Me either. <laughs> I did I did not even know that I could have fucking filed a lawsuit on motherfuckers. But yep. yeah, I'm with I mean look, I I went at that job when we worked in Midtown, it was pretty much a regular occurrence that some dude would roll by and try to pick me up. And I remember that one dude that rolled up while we were, I was walking back from the MARTA station and he rolled up and was like, Hey bro, can I, can I buy you lunch? And I, was like, <laughs> I, was like, what? I was like, what? And he was yelling it from his truck towards where the fucking Chick-fil-A building was where everybody ate lunch. And I'm like, nah, man. And I kept walking and he was like, what, what you mean? What you mean? I can't buy you lunch. I was like, bro, I can buy my own lunch. And he was yelling this shit as I'm crossing the street. And I'm walking by my manager at the time. And he's like, are you good? And I'm like, man, I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to go inside. <laughs> but that's just one of them things, man. It's just one of them things. You know, that's why I say, when you live in Atlanta, you get acclimated to a lot of shit yep. that you didn't even know existed.
2: So
5: uh, it is what it is, man.
2: Yeah.
4: What you got, uh FIFA?
3: So I got a couple little things that I want to talk about. Um, I don't know if I'll get to all of them because I, I just like B, I thought this would have been quick and <laughs> this shit lasted all, you know, fucking like 30 minutes. Uh, but one of the first things I wanted to talk about was, have y'all seen what Elon Musk said?
5: Mm-mm. No. I've seen a lot of stupid shit that he said. So which one, which one you got?
3: Well, I, I don't think it's stupid. I think it's, it's definitely, um, it's on point And it's something that, you know, that I think we need to talk about. Um, so basically, he said this and, and I think he put this on tw- uh i twitter it was Twitter all right, so um he said this will probably get me in the, into trouble, but I have a. I, I feel I have to say it mm-hmm. selling we literally went from major felony to essential business opening during pandemic um in much of America, and yet many are still in prison doesn't make sense, it isn't right, and I hundred percent him. you know what I'm saying like especially now. Um, we still have so many people damn near doing football numbers. Um, and I don't know if y'all know this, especially Ken and Mike, the reason why DeAndre Hopkins wears number 10.
1: Mm-mm.
3: So his cousin was locked up for 10 years for having $650 worth of drugs on him. Wow. 10 years. Hold on a sec. Babe. She called oh, her. they going out. I don't know, man. And, and you know what? Like, I think there needs to be legislation. I think Denver or Colorado, the the state of Colorado, has started letting people out. Obviously, since they legalized it, and it's um you know open for recreational use in in Colorado. So I know they have. I don't know if other states have followed suit, uh, but they need to, man. They need to because now this is just like every other thing. You know, like we we, we get we get in trouble for it, but then you want to capitalize off of it. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and reap all the benefits and rewards and keep and I, and I don't know if y'all have watched um, Sophie's thing that she sent yet, but that's exactly what it is. It's like we're playing a game of, of Monopoly for 450 years and y'all just keep taking all our shit and there's no way for us to catch up. Because you're the one that sets all the rules. Y'all fuck our shit up. And then at the moment that it is profitable or whatever, like it is like we have all of these rappers that have their their own weed strains and they promote their shit. And now that it's a viable business, you want to keep us locked up. You you, you don't want to be able for us to sell it legally. And then now like this is going to be a multi-billion, if not trillion dollar industry that only the elites are going to be able to profit off of. At, at that type of level. Like, it's so fucked up, you know what I'm saying? And for a dude like Elon must have talked about it because Elon is one of the richest people in the world, definitely one of the innovators in terms of technology and stuff. For him to say that, I think it is huge for him to use his platform to say something like that.
5: So just for the record, um, I do agree with you 100%, uh, Ralph. That was definitely not the, the stupid comment that I was talking about. I was more so talking about when he was crying about how he couldn't open his Tesla plant or whatever it was back up. I got you. And I thought he sounded like a complete fucking moron during a pandemic mm-hmm. crying because he can't open his Tesla plant or whatever it was. It might even not have been the Tesla plant. But I know it was like a California facility and he was crying because he couldn't get it back open. Fuck you, dog. Like, don't, that's people's lives. Shit you ain't got to worry about because you're a fucking zillionaire. This particular one, I'm with you 100%. Yes, he's right. Mm-hmm. I think they should definitely let all of these people out of jail because it's fucked up. Like you got, you got black, Brown and poor white people locked up in jail that have been there for years. And now y'all got prominent, like people running around advocating marijuana use, but, but we all know why they're not letting them out. It's not financially feasible or not financially good for them to let them out because they have, Free slave labor Free for these yep. people in jail. So yeah, it's yep. totally fucked up. So I do agree with you, Ralph. He it is good that he's using his platform to say, um, to say certain things. But he should keep that same energy when it's talking about his own workers risking their lives to build a fucking car that none of them will ever afford. Yeah, what car? It's not one hundred percent. A Tesla. Tesla.
0: What
5: do you mean? What car? <laughs> the Tesla I thought you were talking about
4: a different type of car that they can't afford. Teslas are becoming affordable. For poor
5: people, can oh, <laughs> but if you but if you if you work He's at Tesla, you're, you're you're probably middle class though. Say what? Say what? I, I said if you work at Tesla, you're you're more so middle class. And How you do may you not do be that, able, that? If you're working in a factory in Tesla, you're middle class e, because you're not making minimum wage at Tesla. But you realize you don't have to be minimum wage to be l- like not middle class either. How much yeah, you think somebody yeah. that works at Tesla work- makes? I'm about I'm about to Google it. Okay. Yeah,
4: please do. There are some factory workers that may bank.
5: I'm sure there are. I'm this sure was way, are. But
4: this was back in the day, though. Like, that's why factory jobs, people always wanted to say to get factory jobs, it took them about 10 or 15 years to get there.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: But even. Okay, so,
5: okay, go ahead. Go
4: ahead.
3: So, so on Glassdoor, it says Tesla assembly line workers make between $18 to $20 per hour. Tesla motor salaries um, range, and this is from Comparably. Um Tesla motor salaries range from 78,000 to 320,000 a year and Tesla engineers range between 36k and 150k. So per stick year. with that so,
5: first number of the people that yeah, work in the so, assembly line that are poor. Yeah, so
3: yeah, so at, at $20 an hour, yeah, you're not going to afford a Tesla.
5: Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. At, at least not a new one. You know, <laughs> yeah, like a 30-year-old one. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got no
5: money
3: to no buy at $20 an hour. Right, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, but at the same time, you, you, know, I, I, kind of get the 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 whole thing about Tesla because it is going to be a lot less maintenance. Even though the cost of the vehicle, the maintenance, and the fact that you don't got to buy gas for that thing, yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. So it it, it offsets a little bit. But I agree with you, Mike. At twenty dollars, you're not you're not buying no damn Tesla.
5: You buying a Hyundai, bro? You are. You are. I want, I want
1: one. one. I'm a, I'm gonna get one. <laughs>
5: My homeboy just bought one. I was proud of him. Yeah, my homeboy in LA, he just bought one. I won't say his name, but yeah, he just bought mm-hmm. one. I was like, I didn't even know he had it because he's not—he's not a braggy type of dude. Mm-hmm. I just happened to see like a picture that he, I was like, wait a minute, bro, he has a—he has a Tesla. Yeah. So of course, in my non-car knowing ass mind, I'm thinking, man, you mm-hmm. must be a millionaire. <laughs> nah,
3: nah, you ain't gotta be yeah. a millionaire. You can be a middle class person and get and get you like a one or two three year old Tesla, and and you so this so this is me uh, geeking out on cars now, um so so I respect Tesla and what the performance and things that Teslas can do and I like the fact that you know it's it's definitely a new age of power consumption we don't have to use fossil fuels for them, mm-hmm. but it is weird to me with these electric cars that make no noise and I know that they're putting like Star Trek noise in them now so you could kind of gauge like the really? level of acceleration
0: yeah <laughs> like, like
3: Porsche, Porsche is doing that Porsche has like a like like, like they pump in uh, that uh, noise no because it, because shits are so fast Mike that you go like zero to 60 in two seconds and you don't realize that you're going that fast because right. you don't hear nothing so to me that's super weird about electric cars it, like I can't get jiggy with it I need my car, especially if it's fast, to make some noise. I it need to be me, <laughs> and that shit with Tesla, I can't get jiggy with it.
4: Mm-mm. I don't need all that. Does the uh, odometer work? That's it, right? Speedometer.
3: Yeah, but look, I, I I can tell you from being a BMW, and I'm not flexing, but I can tell you from being a BMW owner, like the level of engineering of a car can can definitely warp your warp your sense of how fast you're going. I get because I I, beamers, I understand. You know what I'm saying? like cause, like the beamers, they they ride so comfortable that you think you're doing fifty miles an hour, you look down, you're doing hundred and something.
4: Mm-mm. It's like my, what my, the fuck
1: is going on? My
4: um and this is not a new jag for those of you listening. I'm not mm-hmm. balling like that, but the Jag was the same way, right? Mm-hmm. you are doing like hundred something. You won't even know it. Flow, you don't know it. Like you're on a yep. cloud. Yep, it's, it's it's a beautiful ride. So, but um, hmm. but yeah, I don't I don't know if I need that 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 sound like that for for me. Hmm. But um, but yeah, I, I know I'm gonna be in the market for one a, a new car soon because um, I started mine up yesterday. It it, <laughs> it, it 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 shit that shit started like like it was.
5: Like, it started, like it sounded up. like it had COVID. It started coughing. Yeah, oh, it was a long down. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It was that bad kid? Actually, it sounded aggravated. Like, <laughs> 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 like,
5: why are you bothering me? Leave me the fuck alone. Damn. I had just
4: got back to the house from picking up some store from the grocery store. And then I was going over to my in-laws' house uh, take the kids over there. And yeah, it sounded like, it was like, man, I just got back. <laughs> like, yeah. I've been chilling for the last couple of months. Why are we doing all this driving right?
3: But right. now nah, Ken, look, look, for for the people that don't know, Ken's commute is really ridiculous. Well, that's is why the a car was aggravated. Yep, <laughs> yep. Ken's commute, like obviously, I'm not gonna tell y'all, like you know where he be going and all that, but Ken be driving the hell out that car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he I know, like miles it. on that shit. Yeah. Hey, all
3: much, right. So hey. a, another joke that I have, uh, I don't know if y'all saw this. But the California mayor resigns after saying no good person of color has ever been killed by the police.
1: Have y'all seen what? that? No. <laughs>
3: yeah, the Cal- uh, the California mayor.
1: Uh, no way in
3: hell. Yeah. Uh, James something. Uh, I can't find his last name. But California mayor resigns after saying no good person of color has ever been killed by the police. In <laughs> <laughs> Cali, dog. Like, like, out of all places, dog. Right. Like, are you fucking serious? Of course, he's serious. Yeah.
4: This is why you should vote.
3: Vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Don't do anything but just vote.
1: That works. Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, so the last thing I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna keep it moving real quick because there's one last thing that I want to talk about. So, the United States Marine Corps has banned all public displays of the Confederate flag on installations worldwide. The Marine says that the flag represents a threat to our core value. So, I thought that was dope.
4: I, I saw that, and I thought that that was dope as well. They snatching monuments left and right, like wigs. It's 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 it's,
1: <laughs> it's,
4: it's, it's dope as hell, man. To see you know these type of things happen, so I'm I'm with it, man. And um, I think I saw this 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 when I saw that story. What accompaniment? Accompanied ugh, it was a quote Ooh. tweet that said. This, the protest has done more over the last few days than voting has done over the last years or decades. um, Yeah, so that that was powerful. So I rock
3: with that. What's up, Sophie?
2: Hey, what's up?
3: Hey. (laughs) I want to say the thing that you said was really dope. I watched all parts of it. Um, it was very powerful. That's why I um, shared the, the thing on systemic racism as well. But yeah, no, that thing was really powerful, Sophie. I'm glad you sent that.
2: Right. Um, was it the thing on the shade room, that thing that I talked to you guys in?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, and that's basically always been my stance on that. Um, I didn't really know how to say it as eloquently. <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like...
4: Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. Quick, quick. So FIFO, what you shared in the group chat in the chat was that what Sophie sh- shared? Is that what you were talking no. about? No, something different.
2: Mm-mm. No, Can't. something
3: different that I shared.
2: I don't know why I could not find your Instagram name. I thought it was the same as your Twitter. So no,
3: it's, it isn't. It, no, it's different.
4: It,
2: it's K Ben, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I I couldn't find you on there, but I can I can go back and tag you on it. And
4: you said the shade room posted this thing. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah.
4: Everybody will come.
2: Huh?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't they turning on black folk? And they what? Tearing down black, black folks. Sorry, I had a Lay's classic Yeah,
3: They do, but they, they post woke stuff too. Okay.
2: All right. But yeah, that's always been my thoughts on everything regarded, um, as far as like looting and things like that go. I feel like everything is a cycle and a part of the process as far as how we get change. Because again, I feel like when you kind of, what Q said last week, um when you ask permission and you go through all the channels to try to you know get change like how white people do it doesn't work the same for us because we don't want the same things so looting and rioting and protesting it's all a part of you know moving forward and i think that people are trying to you know be divisive when it comes to is that the right word divisive um Mm -hmm. when it comes to you know how people move forward and, and what's the right way to do this and What's the right time? And there really is no right way and no right time. You just have to do, you know, what you feel is right to get change. And I feel like that's why we're seeing these changes happen so quickly.
3: And you know what, Sophie, like watching that thing, I think the, the most powerful, everything she said was powerful, but I think the most, like the biggest thing I took away from it was when, you know, we're talking about everything that's happening is like, let's stop adjusting the what, you know what I'm saying? We see the what. Let's adjust right. the why it's Hello? happening, you know,
2: exactly. you know
3: and, and to me, that was the biggest thing I took away from it because, you know, people are, 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 you know, feeling bad for all these companies, but, but, well, why, what's the reason why these people feel the need to loop? Because at the end of the day, you know, people that, you know, and, and me included, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I live a pretty good life. It's not necessarily the best life. It's not the one that I would, you know, want, like I, I even want more, but I have enough. But there's so many people that are so disenfranchised that this is their only opportunity to get even a, a fraction of what I have. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why we have to understand those whys to change it and stop saying that these people are wrong. But but we see it as wrong because we live a whole different type of life. But exactly. why
2: are they doing it? And that's exactly. the issue and that's what we have to change. Exactly, because exact, what what she said in the video as well was... When you have opportunities that are not equally distributed, that's why when opportunities like this present themselves, people who are on the bottom are going to try to do anything to come up. So that made a lot of sense to me. And I know that I'm somebody who I have a lot of privilege and I try to recognize those things and how it plays out in society. So that's why I always try to like put the shoe, like put, you know, the shoe on the other foot and say, okay. If I was in this position, hell yeah, I would be the first person, you know, trying to break through a damn glass and, you know, get your little, you know, bags or whatever. Because most likely, and I think what people are thinking when they're angry at these people is that they're going to try to stunt and flaunt and, oh, it's Atlanta and we got scammers and everybody just wants to look nice and post up on Instagram. To be honest, I think a lot of these people are stealing these bags and these things so that they can resell it, you know, like, and, and come up off of that because that's money that they need for their family. So, we should be looking more into the reason why people are doing these things and, you know, why the opportunities are not equal across the board. Oh, so, yeah. But that's actually not what I was going to talk about today. Are you frozen? Oh, mm-hmm. right, sorry. Okay, yeah, what I was going um, uh, to mention.
5: You should have just said, no, nah, I'm chilling. Get that bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: uh, um, But yeah, I just going to bring up. Uh, I don't know if anybody has talked about this Kanye thing yet.
0: Nope. No. Oh. no.
2: <laughs> He's so, trying to get his coon, his coon card away and get his black card back. Yeah. I guess so. People are trying to say that there is proof that he was never really with the whole Make America Great Again campaign and only did it as a ploy to get in cool with Trump to release black people from prison. I feel like that's an easy cop out personally, but let's look at the facts. So um, let's see, we have here saying that he donated $2 million so far to the cause for George Floyd, um, Ahmaud Ar- Arbery, and Breonna Taylor um, to the cause and set up a, a 529 college savings fund to fully cover tuition for um, George Floyd's six-year-old daughter, Gianna. He also made a separate donation to cover the legal costs for for the Arbery and Taylor families. Along with that, Kanye is donating to several Black-owned businesses in his hometown of Chicago and nationwide that have been in crisis and impacted by the unrest in the U.S. Then it also says, um, I guess this was posted on some uh, official Instagram account, saying that GLC claims that Kanye has gotten rid of all his Make America Great Again hats and was reportedly just wearing them to get innocent people out of jail. Quote, Kanye actually gave me the boxes of hats. He said, I'm never wearing these again. And the, the rapper and fellow good artist said, um, on the podcast, I'm just telling you that we got an amazing woman out of jail in Florida, right? Kanye re- reportedly said, we didn't get to have that meeting until I put the hat on. And then there's just some other things just saying that, um, they looked up where he donated to the Trump campaign and it actually, um, I guess somebody looked it up and his contribution actually went to the Hillary campaign. So I guess people are trying to say, oh, he did this on purpose. He's such a genius, et cetera, et cetera. What do y'all think about this?
4: The donation that they found, uh, wasn't that before he put on the hat?
2: Um, let me see.
4: I think if that was when they were running, I think Kanye was actively supporting Hillary. And before Trump got elected, It was standard reason in my mind that he would have delayed to Hillary, Hmm. so I want to just take that out of the equation because um, it's what he did after Trump got elected that is where the harm was at. I know people are using that, and I saw that too. But I'm like, okay, because you know, so I I (laughs) pissed off a lot of Kanye fans. Oh man, Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, because I said, uh, you know, because I saw the donation. Because a lot of people were saying, oh, Kanye, where's Kanye? Why why should Kanye say something? And people with some sense were like, well, we don't need Kanye to say anything, really. Okay. So Kanye proceeded to move with actions. And he donated. And he did all these, you know, notable contributions is what I called it. Um, and that is great. And then apparently he went out and marched for uh, about 20, 30 minutes. And then he yeah. left. Um so I think the PR people confirmed it because he had a hoodie on and then a mask. I was like, "How do we even know that's him?" Mm-hmm. Um, but his staff confirmed it, and and when I saw the 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 story, I was like, "Oh, Kanye trying to buy his blackness back or something like that." And I said, mm-hmm. "Slavery is a choice," oh. you know, <laughs> and people were hot. Yeah. My mentions were lit, like you they were.
2: On or Instagram. Um,
3: fire.
4: People were mad and talking about, you know, stereotypical oh, what have you donated? What have you done? And
3: blah, blah, blah,
4: blah, blah stuff and, and all the other stuff. Like They were in my DMs and everything. Um, but I think what I said on Twitter is kind of where I'm at. I mean, I think that's cool. And people can put out this conspiracy theory about him, you know, jumping ship to get, you know, what, two people out of jail. But how, does that explain what he said at TMZ? Which, was what, that to get right. these people out of jail? Right, right. Because I thought that that was Kanye just going off the cuff. Yep. That was Kanye being, so where where was that at? So, and, I, and to me, it, it's like he did more harm in doing that to get, what, two people out of jail. I think him doing that to get two people out of jail, what he did, did more harm than help. For those people, it's great that they're out, but he he hurt us like because of the number of people that held on to his words
2: and and that he influenced
4: yes, i can't I'm not buying into the conspiracy theory that's you're not gonna use that as your get out of jail free card okay. as your way to get out, and you're not gonna buy me back. <laughs> George Floyd would rather have his family and daughter. They don't give a fuck about their money. They want their, their dad back. They want their family back. Right. They don't care about that shit. And for you to go march for like 20 or 30 minutes, because I saw it said he, was, he wasn't he was out there long. Like, are, are you doing what Trump did when he, when he went to the church and held up a Bible? Is that right. what you're doing? Is that your photo op? You marching?
6: Right. Get right.
4: the fuck out of here, man. I'm not buying any of it.
6: I completely agree with Cam. And Trump, uh,
4: Trump, Trump
6: Cam. Oh, I'm
5: sorry. I'm sorry, B. D.
6: No, you could I just I would just say I 100% agree with Ken. Like Ken, your your explanation is is how I felt exactly. So yeah, you 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 are you on point, brother.
5: Yeah, I think that was a perfect analogy, Ken, cuz like <clears throat> Trump fucking pepper sprayed and you know, forcefully removed all kinds of protesters in order to make his little photo op work, you know. So it was like that photo op was off the backs of peaceful protesters. Mhm. And Kanye's little stunt was off the backs of a whole lot of ignorant black folks that couldn't differentiate the truth from something that their musical idol was saying. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, was that money that you donated to the family of this dead black man? Like, was that worth you becoming a he gets it guy and becoming this this basically this conservative talking point for what is this almost two years now he's been doing this right or maybe even longer so it's like look people just need to understand you can like somebody's music and not like the person that made it it's okay to still say hey man i think graduation is a great album it's cool to still say yo i'm listening to dark twisted fantasy tonight but i hate kanye west as a person that's perfectly understandable so people just need to reconcile that and get over it
3: but I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take it just a little bit. Want to ask So that okay for Kelly? Is uh, R. Kelly from music? I can't hear you, Ralph. Oh, you can't hear me. Yeah, you break. You
6: breaking up real bad. Was going in? All now. right. What about now? All right. You He's sound out, out. Now. okay now. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, what about? Um, can we separate R. Kelly from his music?
5: If you want is to, is that a different scenario? Look, if you want to be at the house and you want to put on Step in the Name of Love in your house, I, what, what damage is that doing? But now if you're, if, hold on, if you're, if, you're, if you're streaming it, which is giving him money, then that's a different story. Because I've said many, many, many times, I support stealing the music of artists that you do not agree with socially and or politically. Right. So if, if Kanye West puts out an album will I buy it? Absolutely fucking lutely not. But will I go to Google and fucking find the first link that lets me steal that shit? All day long. So I think that's the difference. If okay. I want to listen to R. Kelly in my house, I sure as shit ain't going to Spotify to do it. So I'm going to so steal it. You're breaking up again, man. To you. You're breaking up. I can't hear listening is not Listening is not supporting. Absolutely not. Listening is not supporting. Supporting is giving this person money, money yeah. and or and or going on any kind of platform and promoting them. So what I mean is, uh, going on to Twitter and saying, "Yo, this new R. Kelly jam is is amazing." That's support because you're getting other people to go and listen to it. You can't control how they're consuming it. So yeah, and there's 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 plenty of rappers that I don't agree with personally politically or socially but yeah if they make good music i will fucking i will get their music in a way that they would not appreciate and i sure as shit wouldn't go see them live what were you about to say sophie
2: yeah um i was gonna say for me personally the whole r kelly thing um is i have trouble disassociating um the difference only because of a lot of music kind of lends to what he was trying to do in real life oh, um,
1: yeah.
2: so, so that's why I can't really you know disconnect the two <clears throat> but I do understand what Mike is saying as far as you know you don't have to agree with somebody politically but just don't support them in ways of like promotion money etc but then again a lot of people are not just like you know illegally saving well I don't know I guess people are still doing that but a lot of people are streaming instead of actually like downloading the, the, the music illegally nowadays so I feel I feel like that's you know an important part too
5: yeah I I definitely agree I I think that basically stealing mp3s is a is a an outdated way of getting music these days right but I think if you want to if you want to practice separating the art from the artist you can do that there's just ways to do it but you're not doing that if you're going and streaming somebody's album and raising their streaming numbers because they're getting paid off that even if it's a penny R. Kelly should not get another penny of your money. You know what I'm saying? Don't wear shirts. None of that shit. Just like, but if I want to fucking clean my house and I want to put fucking Ignition Remix on while I'm cleaning my house, that's fine if that's what you want to do. I'm not personally going to do that because it makes me feel gross. So.
2: Right. Yep. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up and see what you guys thought about it. I personally feel like it's a ploy, and I think it's an easy cop-out way to say that you did something, and it just kind of follows the whole genius mindset. I think that people try to, like, find loopholes or or different ways to, like, loop things together that Kanye hadn't even really began to think about, but because it's convenient and goes with the brand of him being, you know, this genius that his fans make him out to be, he's Mm -hmm. like yeah, that's what I was doing, of course. That's absolutely it. Yep, there it is. And he never had thought about it, you know? Like, so I just feel like we have to stop giving credit when, if that was the case, it was a terribly executed plan
1: in my I
4: mind. just want to say, to close out that last topic, uh,
3: Kanye can keep his blood money, but... So, yo, yeah. Kane. So before, before you go, did you see what I tagged you on Twitter the other day? We'll be back after
0: this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
3: Um, yes. I retweeted it and I mentioned you. So so I, I don't know if everybody else knows, but um Alexis Orhanian Sr., um, he resigned as a member of the Reddit board and he urged them to fill his seat with a black candidate. So that's the reason why I tagged Ken, because I was like, shit, it'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? If Ken put... And, you know what I'm saying but how
5: do y'all feel about that just real quick I think reddit should burn all of it fuck reddit oh,
3: I'm kidding I'm, I'm kidding.
5: kidding I'm joking he did the <laughs> classic
1: <laughs> people did the classic joke back shit. Uh, yeah he did
5: <laughs> 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 no I'm fucking around I mean there's certain parts of reddit that I think are absolute fucking garbage holes yeah. you know all that 4chan shit fuck all y'all um, but no Reddit's, Reddit is a cool platform and I do hope that I mean I don't know what that's going to do other than being an inspiration for other people of color to get to certain places I mean does Reddit need to do anything as far as affecting the cause in some way no, I, no
3: but, but I just think that it was big of this dude to, to step down from the board and urging yeah. Reddit to hire a black man in his place you that, um and I know i'm not I, I don't know reddit like that the, mm. the, the 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 black person that I know that knows Reddit more than anybody else that I know is Ken, so that's mm. why I tagged them in it but um how how do you feel about that, Ken overall, and like would that be something that you would be interested in because I think like your personality and demeanor and you know how you've been able to kind of build you know be be the starting point for everything that we do now. You know what I'm saying? I think that that would be like an interesting transition for you to, maybe not this particular opportunity, but an opportunity like that. I think that, you know, you would you would fit well in that role. On somebody's board? Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes, you know, about social media, internet, technology, moving forward, community. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of like, The space that we've been able to create so I think that it would be dope you know like to have somebody like you on a platform like that
4: yeah um, with this it was cool to see him do that and to say that it's frustrating that it took this for him to make that move Um, you know now, of all times, when he could have done it plenty of times in the past, mm-hmm. especially dating a black woman, he I don't know if they have these type of conversations. Um, but it feels like at some point that he could have had this conversation, um, with many of the other killings that have gone on because I'm pretty sure they were together for a while. He and Serena, right, Sophie? Serena, that's Serena's husband, yeah,
3: mm-hmm. okay.
4: Yeah. Um I see a lot of companies doing these sort of things. I see a, a lot of statements. I there's a an extremely white podcast that I listen to who put out a 2 minute damn episode talking about how can we help knowing that his audience is probably 99% white. Um which is dope because it's reaching those people. So mm-hmm. he's sending a message. Um and I love all of it. I applaud all of it. And, you know, at some point we had to get to this point where they would finally step in and be like, all right, man, enough is enough. Maybe they are not lying at, you know, maybe they're not lying <laughs> after all. And I go back to the question that I asked about Ahmad Arbery. And I said, why him? What yeah. is it about this guy? And I think I know, I think he was like the the gas, like, and then George Floyd was the match because so many people so paid attention to that. And for George Floyd to happen right under that, when people mm. senses are heightened, mm. it just set everything on fire. And we got 50, all of the states in the United States protesting and everybody across the world. So um, I think because of, he's aware of stuff, it's great that he's doing it, but can you continue it? And how about just not open up one spot? How about you open up multiple spots? And, and that's what I would urge him to do. And because these people could come on, this person could come on there and he could look at the platform and the filth that's on the platform and start to clean some of that stuff up. Because as a non-Black person, you know, he's probably oblivious to it, even if, even regardless of whether he's married to a Black woman, because, Not only is is he a non-black person, but he's a a, a part of the elite as well. So he's completely separated from all of that stuff. So it's a nice gesture, but, you know, I guess we're going to have to watch a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of companies on watch. Amazon, Music putting Mm. out a statement, uh, HBO, Apps I Use, all these motherfuckers on watch.
1: Did you see Adidas?
4: Adidas, I think Reebok put out some shit. No, no, no. But I didn't see Um, Adidas, no.
3: There's a black lady. Y'all already know I'm horrible with names. I'd have to pull up the article. There's a black lady. She's up there. I want to say she's like VP of something. Maybe HR. No, not, not HR. But she's up there. And she said that um, the statement that Adidas put out there isn't necessarily the values that they live by because she's gone to HR several times about very racially charged comments and things in the workplace and that they just gloss over it. So she was just saying that basically they're like, they're not genuine in that statement that they put out and that right. she's going to be protesting Adidas. Uh, None I think of these... I, it... No, go ahead, Kevin. I, I, I...
4: I agree with what she said. One of my wife's clients works in HR. Uh, well, she's an HR consultant about diversity. Man, the bullshit that goes on behind the scenes is, is crazy. And kind of tying this back in with, with, with the Reddit guy, on the tech side, it's even it's, it's just as bad because they don't have a lot of black people on it. Just go to any site, any tech site, any startup, and just look at their about page. You see nothing but a sea of whiteness. Mm-hmm. It's just clouds. That's all you see. <laughs> and, and it's like, and, and, I, and I hope that maybe somebody will take note because he has a lot of influence. So let's see what he does after this. You know, you put out your video and that's grind, That's fine. But I think a lot of this stuff is very performatory. It's like, okay, it's great. It's a lot of theatrical look good, you know, but where are you going to be in a year from now? So, but at least, something is happening and they're saying something. I don't want to detract from that, but I got to be a realist. I'm very pragmatic. And it's like, okay, I hear you, but I don't believe you.
2: Uh-huh. You're going
4: to have to show me. Right. So,
2: I agree.
6: Like we want to see what's going to go past this whole posting and, and what, what you, what you're saying and doing. I want to, I want to know what's going to be the end goal for the, for the next five to 10 years of what you're going to do. You know, not just this one time because it's, is the is the center of attention right now?
4: Yeah.
2: Did y'all's companies y'all don't of course have to say where it is, but did y'all's companies put out a statement?
4: Uh, so <clears throat> I often I, I, in the past I've got myself in trouble for like oh being very vocal, and I was going down that path again because
2: no, me too, I, me too. I was
4: seeing, um, like when I got to Fort Valley, I said, you know, I'm just I'm gonna just work. But sometimes they do shit that it just gets on my nerves. And I'm like, man, y'all followers, not leaders. And with with what Fort Valley was doing was very disappointing to me because there were HBCUs after HBCUs after HBCUs putting out statements. You got presidents recording video and posting them, everything. And the one thing we get is about you talking about us going back to uh, – at the campus like we're in the middle of this huge protest that affects your customer base the students oh. that you want to come here and you're not you're telling us about what you're going to do about COVID. you got to put out a statement you got to record a video you got to do something so i'm I'm texting like my co-worker who manages all that stuff and i'm like yo like we need to do something we need to put out stuff you got control you can do that but how about reach out to some of these other people, the president, and all these other people? Say, yo, like get something from him, and because right now we're late to the game, and I'm hearing all of the chatter. So I'm hearing from the what they call the street committee. My family has a lot of people that go that went to Fort Van, fa- uh, Fort Valley, on my my uh, wife's side. So they're talking, and sometimes when I come to them about this stuff, like. I like to know what I'm talking about when I talk about stuff. So I'm not, I'm not just making it up. I'm coming to you because I know something that I've heard. So when I was telling her this, she was like, Oh, I don't know what a- other HBCUs are doing something, but I look, okay, well, I'm telling you, I told you when I first text you that they were doing stuff, but if you want to go check for yourself, fine, cool. Trust but verify. And then, uh, but I escalated to the to the next day to like the interim director. And I was like, and I told her the same thing. I was like, 'Cause she put an article on the website about uh the protest. And I'm like, I'm so glad you did this because we ain't got shit up. And I said, and I said, and uh, it looks really, really bad. And I basically everything I just said, I, I told her is in my text right now. I can show it to you guys. And I said, um and I said, he needs to say something. She was like, he is, he drafted the message, it's gonna go out today. And it was, to be honest, the statement was it didn't feel sincere or heartfelt. It was very carefully crafted and written.
1: Yeah. It
4: was too poetic is the word I'm going use now because they kept trying to use words to go back to, I can't breathe. You oh. know, like we're all being silenced and we're all being choked. And I'm like, okay, y'all just writing to be cutesy. Like right from the fucking heart, you want these kids, the, your black customers. This is who you represent all the time. And you haven't put out a statement at all to say, "Hey, I hear you. We got you. We're fighting for this." It, it was very disappointing. I, I was highly upset. I still am because I don't like the statement. But it's just like it's just like I don't know, man. They're like it's bullshit, and that's what I told. I said these are your customers. You want these students to come here, but you're not showing that you're with them, and that's the problem.
3: I could definitely say um, for me. Uh, I, I'll give it away. Like sometimes I'll say, sometimes I don't. I always like to be blatant where I work because pe- I've actually had people pull up on my job to, to come meet me. So I'd be all over the place. So I, you know, I don't like to really say exactly where I work, but however, uh, we were rated the number one um, company in America um, on how we handle COVID. And then I say about a week ago, our CEO um came out and not not only adjust the COVID situation and how Forbes ranked us, but also obviously all of the protests and you know the world that we're living in. And I think that the company I work for has done an amazing job overall. Um and they definitely care about us. And but and I understand that the the intent is right, but the execution on having some of these diversity inclusion conversations in a corporate setting, they're not ready for it. And, you know, we had a couple of these calls. And when some people get too real, when they're speaking from the heart, Ken, these people are uncomfortable and they want to move the conversation along. And another issue I had with it was people that don't truly understand trying to assimilate with us, but it's like you don't live our reality. So, again, I feel like the overall company, their message, and and their idea of, Addressing everything is is in a good place, but it just opened my eyes to the fact that everybody still doesn't understand and the corporate environment isn't a real place, at least not yet to really have these real conversations, because it's going to isolate a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, and it's also going to, I don't know, I think it has the propensity of, of, of I don't know, man, like segregating people, you know what I'm saying? Because the conversations are too real and not everybody is ready to have a real conversation. So it's just like the frosting and icing on the cake. Like we're not penetrating any layers yet. But again, like I said, as a company, I think that they're doing a good job. But in reality, like in these conversations, it's just it could get too real and they're not ready for it.
4: I don't know if they're doing a good job. I know it definitely puts white people on the defensive uh, because sometimes they personally feel like they're being attacked. Um, you know, I'd rather I'd rather them not say anything than just put out some bullshit because other companies are doing it. I think with mm-hmm. HBCUs, you have to say something because you are a black. That's you know, what you represent. Like, what are, what are you doing? Like, that's what you represent. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think and that's why
3: fair. I said can and that's why I said Ken, Like, my company does a good job not only from like the perspective of trying to have these conversations, like. on on a mass level but the fact that I can look up and look at district managers that look like me and also that are women I can look up to director level and there's a lot of black people I can look up at VP and there's a lot of black people obviously the CEO ain't black but um the, the the VP of my region is black um a lot of the regional VPs are black um the person that um, I think she's like maybe two or three levels up underneath the CEO, she's black. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not gonna front, like my company has done a really good job of diversity and inclusion, but but the realness still isn't there. And I don't think corporate America overall is is ready for the realness, but the revolution is happening and people are talking about it. And that's why I said, I'm, I'm happy with the fact that their intention is in a good place, but it's just, we're just not ready just yet. You know what I'm saying?
2: Right. I agree. I agree. At first, my company didn't really say anything about it. Um, And it's very interesting seeing, like, the response to COVID and the response to this being so different. Not trying to say, well, I mean, I guess if you want, you could call racism a global pandemic. But um, just the response is so different because COVID came and everyone was like, work from home, take care of yourself, use your PTO, do this, do that. Here are some resources if you want to talk about COVID. Here are some resources if you want mental health. Here are some resources for this and that and the third. And this has been like, oh, this is a thing that's happening, but it affects our black co you know coworkers workers or employees and it's like this is bad let's just you know put out a statement and the response from my company wasn't like oh we're going to donate this much money or we're going to pull from these you know resources and reallocate this to support xyz it was just very much so we are a company that believes in values and those values are values that we believe in. And because we believe in those values, we value the beliefs. And it's just very like, what the fuck? Like just standard copy paste. What happened in Minnesota is not a reflection of blah, blah, blah. Just all of that. Um, And there was no donation links. It was just very like thoughts and prayers be with you. God bless, you know, type of vibes. And I asked, just like when I laughed earlier, and and um, gosh, Ken was talking about, you know, sometimes he gets himself in trouble. I commented under the CEO's post, and I asked, "Hey, are we donating to the, you know, NAACP or any other black organizations, or are we just putting out the statement?" I was still waiting on a response. Yeah. Now, of course, the other people. Um, man, I saw black people going in talking about, I fear for my life and I'm not here to give these white people a story about how traumatized I am personally. That's not my ministry and never will be. Um, but yeah, I saw people under there, like, I- I'm so glad you did the right thing by speaking out. What the fuck? Why are we applauding a fish for swimming? <laughs> Open up your fucking purse and get to fucking donating, nigga. Like, I just don't understand that. But, you know, whatever.
4: Was that yeah. an internal message or did they post it?
2: It was an internal message.
4: So I don't know why they applauded them. They're just telling
2: y'all. <laughs> like Exactly. You know, so, but- you know, they they were like, oh, I'm so glad to work for a company that speaks oh on these issues when I thought you were going to be silent. Okay. <sighs> so he said something. This is obvious. Now what? And that's my whole issue. These million and billion dollar companies are like putting out statements. But what else is happening? You're still blackballing all of the people at the bottom. Why Why is it that the people that make the least amount of money in this company are all black and all of their bosses and bosses' bosses are white? That to me is like, you say you give a shit, but you really don't because you're barring black people and people of color out of positions that they were overqualified for anyways. Meanwhile, John, Jim, and Jacob are out fucking golfing, making three times as much money as the rest of them. So you really don't give a shit. And that's my whole issue with all of the pandering. Yeah. What you got, Mike? Um, so I want to
5: talk about this blackout Tuesday shit.
2: Oh my God.
5: Yes. So, um, come with it, come with it, brother. So I, I talked about this very recently on the mood house podcast with, um, Chief and Chris um but it seems like no matter how much I talk about it I can't stop being annoyed by it um, <laughs> so so I don't know if people know about the blackout Tuesday about where it where it started
2: yes but
5: apparently it was supposed to be this thing for the music industry it was started by t- <laughs> they they like to broadcast this part it was started by two black people in the music industry I don't remember their names because to me it doesn't matter. Um, but their whole idea was they were trying to postpone new releases and they were suspending music operations for a whole day, right? That whole 24 hours that was supposed to cure racism. Um, so I'll read, I'll read uh, part of their statement. It said, it's a day to take a beat for an honest, reflective, and productive conversation about what actions we need to collectively take to support the Black community. So when I saw that, I was just like, okay, I mean, sure, whatever. You're posting this black square and you're going to take a day off. Hopefully after your day off, you'll come back and you'll explain what you guys came up with, which I haven't seen yet. And I, I kind of doubt we will. Um, I do wish that they would have put out a little bit more information about action points, about what exactly we're going to do while we're having this day off, but that didn't happen. Um, the problem I had was we had a whole lot of trendy non researching people that decided they were gonna do it too. So regular people who are not music execs, they just started posting black squares on their Instagram page. No information, no no links, nothing. Just a fucking black square. The the I don't wanna say funny, but the the ironic part about it, I guess, is that they were tagging, or I'll say unfortunate part about it, not ironic. If they were tagging BLM and Black Lives Matter. So when you go to Instagram and or Twitter and look up the hashtag for Black Lives Matter, guess what? It was blacked out by a bunch of fucking idiots posting black boxes. So that was the first issue I had with it, was the hashtag thing. Second issue I had was, The people that were not using the hashtag, they were just posting a black box. And they really took this as this was their stance on solidarity with black people. So when I woke up that morning and I went to IG and my IG filter was full of nothing but black boxes, y'all, I was so fucking annoyed. I was so fucking annoyed. The very next day after Donald Trump announces that he will sick the military on protesters – Y'all think it's a good idea to post nothing but black boxes. What the fuck is that supposed to do? How is that showing any sort of solidarity? Mm. So I I made a, a an Instagram post where I was basically saying like this shit is stupid and I wish you guys would have thought this out cuz instead of posting nothing but black squares, you guys could have posted links for people to donate. You could have posted links for people to go and research what's happening. There's even starter links floating around for people who may feel like, you know, hey, I do have racist tendencies. I want to break them. I don't know where to start. There are basically your, your I'm becoming an anti-racist starter kits that are floating around. Nobody's posting that shit. Instead, they're posting black boxes. Yep. I found it extremely interesting but not surprising at all that I had pushback. And guess from who? From white people. Of course. Yep, of course. That are telling me that I'm wrong. White people that are telling me that it's not fair that I'm criticizing them for showing support. Well, I found this to be extremely interesting, given the fact that our one of our biggest issues concerning the black community's relationship with everyone else is we've been asking for y'all to fucking listen to us. When we tell you guys how to support, when we tell you guys what we need from you, you don't listen, but people always put that off on, Oh, it's just the conservatives that do this. No, it's not go to my page and look at these quote unquote liberals Mm -hmm. that start off their sentence by saying, oh, of course you guys are complaining about this. And of course, white people don't want to listen. Because I wasn't the only black person. There were plenty of black folks in my comments were like, thank you. I don't understand this. This makes no sense. We don't want this. We don't need this. So my whole, my whole topic is basically, I wish people would stop blindly following trends, one. Two... I wish people would actually, for once in your fucking life, listen when black people are telling you how something hurts. You guys basically wasted an entire fucking day posting black squares on Twitter. Mm. Black squares that no one knew what they meant. They served no purpose. We're, and they say, well, it's about amplifying black voices. Mm. Bitch, unless that black square can talk, you didn't amplify any black voice. You should have spent the day retweeting black people and what they're saying. You should have spent the day posting links, talking about shit. Instead, white folks dropped this black square and bounced from the internet for 24 hours. Yeah. And black people did it too. Black folks did it too, not mm-hmm. paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it was just so unbelievably frustrating. So I don't know if y'all even saw that or gave a fuck, yeah. but that shit irritated the fuck saw, out
6: yeah. of Yeah, I was shaking my head too, Mike. Like, this shit is so pointless. We we can be doing something more productive to fight the good fight, and I don't see why posting a black square will make you feel like you've done anything or you accomplished something when we got all this shit going on. Like, so, yeah, I thought it was definitely dumb as hell. I was laughing. I mean, it was like I was laughing, but I was shaking my head in just disbelief. Like, I can't believe, folks, I'm going through my timeline. I'm just seeing number black squares, black square. I'm like, y'all really think y'all doing something? Black Lives Matter, a black square, whatever. That shit was stupid,
5: man. All they wanted was a pat on the back, that's- a good job. Like, I bet, I bet most of them felt like they had to post it. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be called racist. Because what was the fucking purpose? And that's why I kept asking, <laughs> what was the purpose? What did you <laughs> right. accomplish? We're showing <laughs> right. solidarity. We don't want your fucking black box solidarity. We want right. you guys to be a part of this action. Right. Donate. If look, if my broke ass can, I'm not really broke, but you know, if I can donate money. Then this celebrity can donate money.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I'm
5: not asking you to go jump out there on the front lines, but open up your wallet, not your fucking Twitter app, and post a black square. Come on.
4: Yeah, man. Yeah, this dude name. I think his name was Ah Fuck Virgil. Um, but he got a lot of money, and I think he donated like fifty dollars, and he got jumped on.
5: <laughs> on Twitter. I, Wait, Virgil? Virgil who? Not the not the brick on my brick, Virgil, right?
4: Nah, it, I forgot who he was with, but it was, it was it was he worked he had a high profile position. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, But people definitely got on, on him about
6: that. Oh, um, so that's why they say that, two that, Virgils or whatever. Like I'm gonna keep it two Virgils with you. Yeah,
2: because he only like, donated because he only donated
6: fifty dollars. Okay, that makes sense. So,
5: are you talking about Virgil Abloh, the, yes. the designer?
2: Wait, yeah. are you?
6: Yes,
4: yes. I just designer. said,
5: are you talking about Virgil, brick on my brick, Virgil? And you said no. Oh, I didn't like, know that's who he was.
4: My bad. <laughs> <laughs> when you said brick on my brick, I, I was completely yeah,
3: ignorant. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, wow.
5: I think he yeah, – no, he, didn't he donate more than that? I thought he came out later and, and it turned out that he donated more than that. I saw well, a 50.
6: He, that was
4: – Which is what he posted, right? 50? He, yeah. posted that. he posted nobody that. Yeah, so nobody made it up. This is what he put it out there. Yeah. So he probably he did it... <laughs> come back and and clean it up and be like, all right, you know what? My bad. <laughs> because I think he work for Gucci or some shit like that.
3: Yeah, oh, he's um, no. he's oh. like, hold on, let me let me look it up because I I know he's like the he's like a really Louis Louis high profile designer. He... Yeah, he's the artistic director for Louis Vuitton and he has his own company called Mm Off-White that um, does a lot of collaborations. So like with Nike, Mm -hmm. um, he did a couple of Off-White Jordans and Off-White other shoes and the resale on his shoes are ridiculous. Like the Off-White ones, they sell for almost five grand resale and they were $160, like a $200 sneaker that sells for like five grand on on the market. So yeah, no, Virgil Abloh is, is super huge. And then, you know, him and Kanye have a, you know, kind of a, that, that's very interesting because when you got
1: saying,
4: well, yeah, I wanted to say that, but, um, but yeah, so back to the black boxes. So yeah, when I saw this going on Twitter, I don't know what it was. I saw, you know, some people agreeing, some people disagreeing, you know, with it, because they were saying like when you post, because I think part of it was you were supposed to be quiet for the rest of the day. And people were saying, "Oh yeah, you're gonna post a black box, but then they're gonna you're gonna be quiet, so then your message is not getting out." And I was like, "That's a good point," but um, but I was like, "What the fuck is this black boxes thing, and what the fuck is it gonna do?" That's literally what I asked my wife. I was like, "This is so stupid. It makes no goddamn sense. That's not gonna do shit." That's exactly what I said, yep. and she kind of explained a little bit to me. And I was like, that's is stupid as fuck." And 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 the one of the real reasons, another reason why I really wanted to know outside of it being trendy, which you're 100% right about the trends part, is that I think frames per second posted the black box. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I, I'm going to say it, man, because I'm like, oh, man. And, and that was before I got a chance. To, so I was hoping that it was really something meaningful, impactful. Mm. But I'm like, but when I found out what it really was, I thought about that. I'm like, man,
3: like
6: can you, can you post that shit, man?
3: You know,
4: you
5: know Ken did that I shit, did, bro. I you just, know,
3: I know, know you know, you know Ken did that Ken shit. bro. bro. You, you know Ken did that shit, bro. Bro. You know, bro.
6: bro? You did that <laughs>
3: shit, bro?
4: So, but yeah, I was like, damn man. We you know, I mean, I So yeah, so that's when I really wanted to know. When I saw frames posted, I'm like, uh, I, need, I really need to know what this is. So I know what's going on, but yeah, it was it was when I found out, I was like, "Damn!" Like, I'm <laughs> not saying it looks bad, but it does look bad. I don't it looks it looks bad. Yeah, it looks it bad. looks
5: horrible.
4: It
6: really, look bad. And I didn't even know that, and I went and looked <laughs> Not just looked it up. <laughs> that was one of the first I accounts I saw.
5: That, that oh
6: my god! I no, saw the rains
5: like, per second account, then I saw some other people who I will not name. I saw them doing it, and I was like. I'm scrolling. Yeah, I know.
6: Away. Bro, are you serious? I saw some other names. Yep, I don't want to say either. I'm like, oh
5: no. Like, come no. on. So y'all couldn't take five minutes to Google this shit. Right. You just you just you post because people on Facebook were posting, they were like, wait a minute. So we weren't supposed to just post the black square and leave the internet for the day? <laughs> it and I'm like. <laughs> What they they were like? Oh, we thought it was we thought it was supposed to be a self care day, <laughs> and I was just like, "They fucking of, got y'all, man." What type of self care is me posting a fucking black square <laughs> on social media? <laughs> but they oh. they thought leaving the internet for the day was the self care yeah, part, and I was just like, "Bro, I
4: and, understand because it's a lot going on, on the internet, but at the same time, uh-huh. it's like
5: mm-hmm. ah,
4: you gotta like you gotta stay active, man, like um."
5: You know, yeah, it was, it was, it was disappointing. Look, if you want to let black people take a day, that's cool. But these white people that were posting it and being like, I'm vowing to stay off the internet for 24 hours. I was like, and I was so glad when I got on Twitter and I saw, I saw my man sadistic. He was like, can someone explain to me the point of all of us leaving the internet when it seems like they need our voices now more than ever. And That's I was just I'm like, like what is, thank you. I was like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Why are y'all doing this? And I'm still waiting on some sort of answer that makes sense.
4: I don't think there is one, but I think we definitely need to push back. And uh, and if that comes up again, be like, nah, this ain't it. Not this one.
6: Um, Real quick, have y'all been seeing this? And I think, Mike, you have, because you commented. but All on Facebook and Instagram, dude's been posting up like a picture of themselves saying, I am a black man. I am a shining black.
5: uh, You've been seeing that? And I don't tear down other black men. Yeah. Why are y'all doing that right now? It's
6: just copy and paste. I'm about to say it because I've seen people post it. I am a black man, a shining black prince. I build. I do not want to tear down other black men. I have felt the pain of being torn down and I've decided I would, I would deliberate about be deliberate about building others. All too often, why men find it easier to criticize each other. Okay, but yeah, it's a long post. And it says, don't disappoint me at the end. And, it, and, it, and you got to tag someone else to post it. Dude, that shit is so corny, corn,
5: <laughs> and lame. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. Yeah, I got tagged pretty tough on, on Instagram and on Facebook.
5: Me too. Got that too, Mike. Yep, and I didn't. I didn't. I just acted like I didn't see it. That's why when I saw bees, I was like, "Bro, thank you." This is, this is stupid. When I saw that, I was
6: like, "Man, I need a gif for this. I need a gif for what I'm getting ready to say." And I found that. I was like, "Oh, this is perfect."
4: Did the Cubans tag you, FIFo? Nah, they you're, can't you're hear me. <laughs> you
5: an asshole, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Ken. I'm, an asshole, like I'm, I'm not that. laughing for the for the record. I didn't laugh at that shit. But you dirty <laughs> Ken. <laughs>
4: I don't know if I got tagged because I really, I'm glad, check it. Um, But even if I did, I wasn't doing that shit. Like, y'all can keep that shit. Nah, man. I think it's interesting because I think I, (laughs) it was so funny because I I posted something similar about just people just staying focused, right? And just Mm -hmm. not really tearing like other organizations. Like, we're all striving for the same goal. So let's not tear each other down while trying to accomplish that goal. Let's just like, Work together and do a multi-pronged attack, and then of course I turned around and jumped on Kanye right afterwards. And now <laughs> so, he so don't count. A, and yeah,
5: <laughs> he don't count, bro.
4: So yeah, so I was I was a hypocr- hypocrite
5: and contradicting my own statement. But nevertheless, um, yeah. Real quick, the the I just want to say the tie-in between those two things is if you ask anybody where these trends started, they never know. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is that, that I'm a black man And I'm a shining black prince And I'm not tearing down other black men I don't understand Why that would start trending right now Because when I first read it now, You know, y'all know how I be reading shit wrong All the time, mm. and I admit that But when I read it, it sounded like Some what about black on black crime Type shit, so I was like Y'all can eat 12 fucking Dicks with this, I'm not reposting This The other thing is with the black box, and we don't know if this is true or not. Well, obviously, we know it's not true. But there were people on 4chan that were claiming responsibility for it because they're like, yeah, look, we got everyone to just post a black box and shut the fuck up for 24 hours and give us peace. So the only thing I'm going to say real quick, Ken, I really need people before you jump on these trends – to research them and figure out where they came from instead of just seeing somebody else do it and feeling like you'll be left out if you don't do it. Because sometimes there's nothing wrong with being left out. All right, yeah, go ahead, Ken.
4: I agree 100%. That Yeah, you need to know. So I think the little way thing I'll say for, I think we should do a topic on that on, on Dead and Hip Hop. I just saw it on The Shade Room.
5: Oh, yeah, I saw that too. He cleaned it up, but we can talk about it if you want to. Later. Okay,
4: all right. Um, so I just got real quick, just a few things. And I'm just going to breeze through them unless somebody has something. So the mayor of DC mayor, what's her name? Bowser?
3: Uh-uh.
4: Bowser. Is that like Bowser B is that Bowser from like
3: the Why, video? What? Like, what, are you,
6: what are you looking at? What are you looking <laughs> at? What are you looking at? Ken?
4: The mayor of DC, the one that painted the streets and renamed the plaza black lives matter. Oh, I
6: mean, I ain't seen no picture of,
4: I think yeah, she's I'm black. She's a black
5: I'm woman, it. but it's just a name. I can't. can't please say he didn't see a picture. So he don't know if it's.
6: <laughs> I know that was some That was some slick shit, wasn't it? That's fucked up. You so he don't kid. know if it's really Bowser
5: from Mario or not. <laughs> hey, look. If you, if, let me
6: look at this picture. I'm about to look at this picture. I'm about to look at this picture. At this picture? At this picture? Stop it. it? You don't have to look at the picture, B. It's
0: definitely oh, not because a,
6: of her last name. I was, yes, because <laughs> her last name. I got you. <laughs> My bad. I had a blind moment for a second. I had a blindy moment. Damn.
4: Anyway, um, so she painted. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has seen this, but you know, just for the few that may not. So she painted the street that leads up to the White House "Black Lives Matter," and then she renamed the plaza "Black Lives Matter," and I was like. That's cool. I thought it was really dope that she did that as a response. Um, again, like, what are you going to do after this? Like, that's great for the now. Like, it's very, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you know, performative. Like, it looks good in the moment. But what are you going to do? What are the actions? And this was the Black Lives Matter DC organization. Uh, they were not having it. And they called her out and a lot of people did. And they were talking about like she's actually done the opposite of what she's doing with her policies mm. in terms
5: of
4: you know, pushing and I'm just reading off Twitter, Alexis Goldstein posted that um that she's pushing for eight to, point eighteen point five boost to police DC police while slashing housing by sixteen million dollars.
3: Wow, wow.
4: You guys can go read the rest if you want to know. So again, this kind of ties back into what Mike was saying was like, on one hand, this looks great, but on the other, it's really, really fucked up. But maybe this has been a turning, maybe this will be a turning point for her and we got to see what, and I'm sure this organization and everybody should hold her accountable. And this is where maybe voting could help. Um, in this particular instance, if she doesn't follow through, but then you're going to get somebody else in the office that wouldn't follow through as well. So you don't know, but yeah, like, okay, you're doing all of this, but now you need action to follow it. So, um, so yeah. And I saw all of that after I, I retweeted it. I, I liked it. It was a good troll for Trump, but again, like you have to do more than that. Um, or, you know, it's just, it's just all bullshit.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, the other thing, I don't know if you guys saw, and I don't know how real this is, but the tank, the brothers that stole the tank in Atlanta. Uh-oh.
3: Is that real? Saw I saw that. Someone is stole that? a tank. I saw it's, the one about the horse. It's not a military <laughs> tank. It's not a military tank. What kind of tank is it? I don't know, but it ain't like the shit that they use in the military. I don't does know Does it what shoot it is, big, fucking, big fucking bullets and shit? Does it shoot shit? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was That's for a rap
4: it. video or something, but they were trying, but I did see the horse too,
5: Mike. That shit was funny to me. I know. I felt bad laughing, but that shit was funny. They were filming themselves riding the horse. <laughs> <laughs> we're <getting> up too. <laughs> Bro, man, come on, man. I swear black folks are a trip.
0: Well-
4: the other one I saw, this is just some good th- some fun things that I saw this week. Uh, and I, I think this is current, but the, you see the one about the guy playing stormtrooper music when they walk by? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was, um, and the the other one, um, Trump's been talking about voter election fraud. Apparently, the guy that that committed the crime that killed George Floyd, that murdered George Floyd, voted illegally. Um, we will talk about the NFL and Drew Brees on Dead in Sports. I know a lot of you have seen that. Uh, mm-hmm. Tune into that. We will have that conversation there. But I know it brought it came up on here, and I know it's part of the overall conversation. But I'm telling you guys now that we will address that on Dead End Sports. And there was a guy that I saw on that did a flip off the wall. Did you guys see this guy? It, he did some anime shit. I'll retweet it, but he had,
6: it looked like it was in high school or some shit, right? Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, I saw that, and he ran so, up against the concrete wall, the brick wall, and did a backflip.
4: Yeah, yeah, I saw that was that. pretty cool, but. I called my son, and I, t- I said, look, let me show you this video. I said, don't you ever do no shit like this in school. <laughs> I said, don't, don't you be doing no dumb shit. I don't care if you could do it. I said, don't do this dumb shit because he may think they be laughing with him, but they laughing at him. I said, so it's tight that he can do it, and he should be applauded, but that's not how it went. And the last thing i end with, and then we go to common commentary, and I saw this joke on Twitter. <laughs> Do you know what fifty Cent did when he got hungry?
1: Fifty eight. <laughs> <laughs> that
5: was my first time seeing that. I thought that shit was corny, but it was funny. I still don't joke. Uh by by the way, that was actually some fake news that was just talked about. They didn't really steal that tank. I okay. Hate to, I, I hate to break the bubble, you know, but I was looking it up because I was trying to find a picture because that shit sounds funny, but no. It was a rented okay, tank. Good. It was a rented tank for a video.
6: Oh, good, good. And that's what yeah,
4: I asked. I was wondering if that was the case. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's why I liked it and didn't retweet it. Cause I was like, I don't know about this one. Cause there's a lot of, and that's the other thing, uh, guys watch out for a lot of fake shit and old shit that's going around, uh, right now too. Um, I think Umar got called out for some shit. He posted that was <sighs> years ago.
2: Dr. Umar.
5: Yeah. That one. He didn't get called out for his whole
2: life. Mike, I just remembered we forgot to talk about the APD thing. What's the APD thing? That the- you told me to bring up again this week. Oh, oh
5: go ahead. It's still running. Ooh. I don't even remember what it was now, Sophie, so go, go for it.
2: Yeah, it was just basically how in TI's uh, attempt to get us to believe Atlanta was Wakanda, that APD is. Used- for some reason on our side and they haven't done anything to us and they there's a very heavy black police presence in apd so therefore somehow that equates to the fact that there hasn't been use of force with them and we're in good with them blah 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 two days later Mm -hmm. literally those people getting damn near tased and like punched their damn glass out of their car being dragged out tased and now they're literally preparing for, like, what I think might be one of the biggest lawsuits that Atlanta has seen in a long time.
4: Good. Where's Keisha at? What's she got to say?
2: Keisha
5: is Kuta Lance Bottoms ain't saying shit, all
2: right? I don't even want to hear her no more. Those fucking bullshit-ass curfews, fuck her. She she removed the curfew so people can go vote? No, she (laughs)
5: didn't. Yes, she did. That's not why. She removed the curfew yesterday. Yeah, she said because it was voting. That's, that what was I, least, vote? That's, that's what I saw on Twitter. Oh, oh somebody wow. asked
4: her to do it, and she was like, "All right, fine," and she did it.
5: But um, she joined the thing that Obama was talking about. The timeout. Who votes after eight p.m.?
4: I don't know. That was really weird. But I, he's I, lying.
5: I, if that's what she said, she's lying once again. Oh, Why okay. would you need to open up a curfew so people can vote if the voting places close at like what five six? Unless, unless asked, I'm wrong, unless I'm wrong.
4: Yeah, somebody asked her to um, to remove the restrictions so they could go vote, and she replied with that. Okay, so here it is. Uh, Black Voters Matter wrote to her on Twitter, mm-hmm. we are asking Keisha Bottoms to state that people in line to vote tonight would not be sent home by police due to Atlanta's curfew. And um, and then she replied, quote, retweet." Quote, quote tweeted that and said, I have instructed our police department not to enforce the curfew as it relates
5: to people exercising their right to vote. So once again, she she canceled the entire curfew yesterday, I thought. And this
4: was on the 5th of June, 5th of this month, actually. Yep. So every not- day
5: we've been getting the, the text messages that say, hey, you're under curfew until you know starting at nine or whatever or eight on weekends i didn't get that message yesterday and a friend of mine was saying oh they just got rid of the curfew so i don't see how it could be because of voting that doesn't even make any sense i had those questions too um but you
4: know i just went with it
5: yeah the jail's probably already full of protesters that they got on that bullshit curfew Cause I mean, come on, man. We all we all saw that what was happening with the curfew. They were even rallying people and holding them there until after the curfew, so they could arrest them.
2: Right. So
5: how come in Coom a didn't lot say
2: of cities? In a lot of cities, they did that, and they would do a lot of cities where they would say, "Oh, thirty minutes or an hour before." Oh, by the way, curfews in thirty minutes. Get home, and right. they go like, "What are you, ta- bitch? I'm in the <laughs> <parking> drive thru or <laughs> wherever." Like. If you're 45 minutes away from your house visiting your auntie or your sick mom or some shit like that, excuse me? Yep. You can tell yeah, me that. Yeah, but
4: like, the curfew really applied to the people that were downtown protesting.
5: It applied to everyone in Atlanta.
4: I but, saw a lot of people out when I was leaving here.
5: But the thing is, how do you prove that you weren't at a protest?
4: You can't. Exactly. But, you know, and I know they, you know they could lie and say that, but either way, when I left that night, we recorded. When i was driving home i was like
5: dang people out here like there ain't no damn curfew listen the, the what the curfew does is it gives cops even more reason to be able to stop people harass mm. them arrest them and get that money later and she knows that like it wasn't like they were just staying down there where the cur- where the where the protests are and harassing them they were driving around They were bothering other people. Plenty Mm -hmm. of people got tickets over this bullshit. Like, we all know what it is. Like, come on, man. So I don't know why the real reason is that she pulled the the curfew. I don't know. But I don't see the logic in saying that it's because people had to vote. Unless there were voting lines that were so long that even though the place closed at six, the line took another two hours to clear. And I kind of doubt that.
3: Yeah. Nah, it did because of the whole COVID thing. Like, my wife went to go vote early. I had to work, so I couldn't. But, um, like, she said that the line was crazy, and then it was moving so slow. And also one of my other homies, too, <clears throat> he had a lawn chair out there, bro. Wow. And He posted on, on his IG story, like, he was there for, like, an hour, and he moved, like, two spots. Wow. So it, it is taking a long time. Yeah, because – well, I don't know how serious they're taking the COVID thing, but, like, even in the line – he was sitting like people were six feet apart had to have a mask all that
5: type of stuff so it is
3: taking longer than usual
5: okay I I'll take that I believe you But here's so why didn't Keisha push more for absentee ballots why didn't she she drive that like because she wants to get on TV fucking bring up Martin Luther King and start Uh talking about how people this isn't a protest you guys aren't protesting blah 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 but and you guys need to go out and vote because that's the only way. Well, then why aren't you helping people be able to vote? You yeah. didn't say one fucking thing up there about yo. If you can't make it out or if you don't want to risk getting COVID, look, get an absentee ballot. It's really as simple as filling out five or six lines on a on a form, mm-hmm. no stamp, and dropping that shit in the fucking lo- in the mailbox. One hundred percent. Like,
3: and I think we talked about it like when COVID first started, like. This is an opportunity for all entities, including governments, to start exploring different ways of executing certain things. Just like we talked about the Jordan thing, you know, like with the sneakers. Like, okay, yeah, you have an option to to stand in line, but let's look at you know making it easier to get it online through the app. You know, why don't we have a Fulton County like? Why doesn't every county have an app that you can literally just vote from from your phone? You know what I'm saying? Like, like why not make it? I understand, I understand, Mike, but I'm just saying let's let, let's be creative and, and, and look at other opportunities, you know, to make it easier. Where I can be literally on my couch, boom, put in my vote, I did my I did my piece. We are in twenty twenty. <laughs> this is not nineteen fifty. You
5: know what I'm saying? I mean <laughs>
2: we still have an electoral college, so I mean
5: there's that. Oh no I feel you on that. But that did I move away from it. Sophie's original point, which I do agree with. Um, black cops are trash the same way white cops are trash. One hundred people need to stop pushing this bullshit narrative of Black people can't enforce and support white supremacy, whether or not it's, it's known or unknown that they're doing it, whether or
2: not it's intentional or unintentional,
5: they're because, still fucking doing it. Because so.
2: all of those six cops that got now charged, right, and they're, they're viewing possible charges because of those people mm-hmm. that they use excessive force on... I saw a really funny comment that looked, you know, viewed all of the black um, police officers' faces in that lineup. And it was like, well, when you play coon games, you get coon prizes. And I mean, y'all thought that y'all was white and could do all of this extra shit. Like, yo ass wouldn't be locked up too. So (laughs) y'all tried it. Yeah, and I think that's the
4: other thing. Like, what, what they have to be extremely careful of, to your point, Sophie, is getting caught up in that because they will be made the examples of. They will be the face of police brutality. That's Perfect. why a lot of black people, I'm, that's why I'm seeing a lot of black cops. Every time I look up, I'm seeing black cop charged with this, black cop charged with that. And they finally charged the the old man that got, the old white man, I think, that got pushed down and bleeding out his, his ears mm-hmm. and uh, with assault. And them motherfuckers, uh, 57 police uh, people resigned from their posts, all of them motherfuckers should be fired immediate, immediately. Right. That's a that's a dereliction of duty. You're you're basically essentially abandoning your post. You should be fired asap. You don't get to be a police officer. And then when the motherfuckers came out of the courtroom, you saw nothing but a bunch of white people a- applauding this guy. This guy yep. saw the I video. How can it. you not say that this? How can you applaud that
3: type of action?
4: Right. This isn't a black person. He pushed down. This is a white man. But sometimes they view them as sellouts to their races too.
2: correct. Yep. They're getting the children, they're getting the women, they're getting the elderly, they're getting the whites. Like everybody's being brutalized just so that they can continue brutalizing us, and that's just wild to me.
4: And I hate. Right. I'm, I'm 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 so annoyed with MLK being paraded out like he's this magic, you know, word <laughs> that you're gonna use to get people to be quiet. Like if if I and I, I I was looking for it just a few minutes ago. Just to see what, because it was, it was people were responding to that. And they were saying, like, people forget that when he was assassinated, there were, like, all these presidents, I mean, all these protests that lasted for days in multiple cities. Plus, he was the number one hated man in America. But they've turned this guy into, like, this, this, there's, there's Santa, Claus, Santa, Santa Claus in his ass to the point where he's supposed to be this big saint. And that's not the truth. They hated this man. And I hate when they do that. And we got to start pushing back on that bullshit. I'm glad, Mike, you saying that shit. Sophie, you saying that shit. Because we got to stop letting them use this man's name in vain. vein. That has to stop. I'm sick of it. You saw uh, in Washington, D.C. I don't know if you guys saw all those photos of them Hordes of people out there protesting, peacefully march. It's like tons of people out there cool. marching, um, you know, on, on the Capitol. And this motherfucker took his ass. I think I heard he was in Maine somewhere. But they're on there. They're quiet, and I think that that's, that's dope. It's peaceful, and then in some places, they even pull the cops back. Uh, Bowser uh, got the National Guard out of there and stuff like that, but
5: yeah, but man, like, you
1: know, and, and issue, that was the
5: largest protest in, on day 12. But there's a, there's a, there's a bigger issue slash bigger narrative about them using MLK, is that they're using MLK to shame the people that have gotten violent, and that's the part that I kind of have an issue with, because mm. what your girl came out and said was, uh, when he was assassinated, people didn't do this. Huh? That's that's factually incorrect. People right. yes, it didn't is. Do this. So you're you're the mayor, you're on television, and you're speaking out of your ass. You don't a black mayor a black mayor who will parade around being this black mayor all the time. I'm talking to you like I'm your mama. But you're up here saying shit about a time that's totally incorrect. People did riot. They did. Can we prove that that solved anything? No. But you're lying. You didn't even say that you understood why people were doing this. You're just up here angry. What are you so angry about? Target? Your fucking police cars that y'all set up there anyway
2: to get burned up? That's what you're mad about? Fuck out of here, man. I'm t-
1: I'm
5: tired of her.
2: I think she's just mad at how for, I don't know about how we, blanket statement, make her look as far as Atlanta is concerned. Mm. And that to me is some bullshit because I feel like she's trying to do this thing where she's playing both sides and like, oh, you know, I relate to the Black people because they're, you know, they feel like I look like them and just because I look like them, which a lot of people have to stop and just give it a fucking rest when it comes to this whole shit. Kamala, we saw the same thing. Just Mm. because somebody's black doesn't mean that the policies are in line with shit that you actually feel like should serve you. But anyways, I feel like, um, what the fuck is her name? Bottoms. Anyways, Keisha, she always does this thing where she's like, I look like them. They're going to trust me. And they're going to vote for me. But then at the same time, she has white people in her ear like, what the fuck are, are your, your niggers doing? Get, get them off the streets. So then she has to be like, all right, y'all got to clean it up. Y'all got to go home. But actually, yes, you do. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Like, I don't like that shit at all. Because to me, it's just like pandering. And it doesn't feel authentic, especially with like the facts that don't make any sense. And then, of course, just people watering down Martin Luther King's legacy in general. Because, yes, he tried to be peaceful, but there was times where he also said, y'all need to turn up on the asses, but they conveniently always forget those parts.
4: Yeah, it's, it's, it's becoming annoying. And, you know, I'm looking at, like, what are the mayor's responses to all of these videos of police in their city, like, beating the shit out of people? Well, and, oh, my know, God, y'all. Look.
2: There's one more thing that I wanted to say about this, too. Um, because the response to that she just said there's no excuse for um, excessive force that's always people and they never call it police brutality they always say excessive force it's coded language my problem because I, I read an article this pissed me off so much I read an article from the white Atlanta police chief where she was saying you know We had talks about these officers that played a part in this, you know, excessive force. And we did agree that they were going to be let go from their positions or fired. Um, However, I have been hearing talks about, you know, charges being brought up against the officers. And I just feel like um, at this time, we do not want to make it a political thing for us to charge the officers involved we don't want to make it a political thing so i guess i just have an issue with departments all over across america um, and just the the police culture of america in general people saying like oh it's it's political holding an officer accountable that's not political it's just accountability And you showing that officers cannot be held accountable just lets me know I could be minding my damn business standing in the fucking grocery store. Your average civilian can come in, punch me in the head, and I can press charges. If a cop comes in a fucking store for no goddamn reason and punches me in the head, they're going to get fired. Or if, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I kill someone... I go to jail. If they kill someone, they get fired. That shit is not the same. And and trying to say that accountability for police officers in America is being political just lets you know where we stand in the, in this time in history.
4: Yeah, don't don't fall for those word games and those tricks. That's all that is. Um,
2: political. That's like like, we that's gotta, bullshit to me.
4: Yeah, we, we gotta encourage people that don't know what you just said, Sophie, to not fall for that shit and and to stay focused on what we're pushing for, what everybody that's out there pushing for. Like, I want to be – like, I really wish I could get on an airplane right now. I really wish it was safe to fly because I want to go to Washington so bad. And my back is fucked up. And I would take – a, I got 800 ibuprofen. I would take one just so I can go out there and march and be with them. I want to be out there so bad, man. And, you know, I was telling my wife when I was leaving, like, I hate that COVID is still here because it makes it less safe to fly.
2: Yeah. 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 But that's just what I wanted to bring up really quick because I know that we missed it last time. Okay.
5: Thank
2: you. Thank you. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, But did y'all see what Royce posted? I thought it was very powerful too, where he was saying um, to become like an esthetician or a barber or whatever, it takes more hours than it does to become a police officer and that these police officers are not adequately trained, um, obviously, um, to handle situations. And I just saw somebody else post, like, um, stop taking police officers with squeaky clean backgrounds and resumes because they've never dealt with adversity or anything. So then now you put them in the most dangerous job in the
5: world. How are they going to react?
3: I agree with both of those things.
2: Uh, yeah, Um,
5: I guess. Go ahead, Mike. uh, I'm probably going to be negative, Mr. Negative again. So you go ahead.
2: I was going to just say that, although I do think it's ironic that you have doctors and lawyers and estheticians and whatever, whatever, with more hours, as far as certifications are involved, you can't train an entire field out of racism.
5: That's exactly what I was going to say. So thank you,
2: Sophie. Yeah, I felt like that's what you were going to say. And I think that that's the whole point. A lot of people are trying to do the whole defund the police, you know, give them less money, reallocate the the resources and the tax dollars and all of that, you know, refund into schools and opportunities and things like that. Things that would, you know, I don't know, generate a little bit more equality so that you don't have people without after school programs who have to be in, you know, to, you know, stealing and doing all that other stuff. My whole issue is like, no matter how much training you give an officer, you can make that shit a two-year program. But at the end of it, if your first week on the job, you shoot somebody in the head, what are you going to say? You can't take the racism out of that. So this idea that you can just replace those 57 officers that, you know, decided to step down, sure. But it's still... The whole one bad apple situation, it's not what people make it out to be because there are way, the whole shit is corrupt, you know? So I, I think the idea of let's just change it a little, let's give them more, you know, resources and let's, you know, expand their training. You cannot take the racism out of something where their badges are literally the same fucking badges that they wore when they were fucking like slave catchers like it's not that far off
5: yeah yeah i I think that the the issue is what people don't catch is that a lot of times these commissioners or these chiefs whoever they are they are a lot quicker to say yes we have an issue with training versus we have an issue with racism because it's a lot easier to pacify people to blame it on something that they think that they can fix versus accepting something that we've been saying is there for decades and they've done nothing to change so while i do agree with royce to a degree you can't train an adult to stop being racist so it's not an issue with these people using wrong tactics that motherfucker knew exactly what he was doing when he put his knee on floyd's neck for fucking nine minutes that's not a training issue that's a that's a department issue as far as how you guys are addressing these people and who you're letting into the department to begin with. So I don't 100. I don't all the way co-sign what Royce is saying, but I do get his point. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I'm
3: not saying that like it's I don't think that that's the end all be all. You know what I'm saying? Because like you know to Sophie's point, like you can't just out train racism in a department. Like that's not possible. But I I, I think the overarching thing is that you know, the police are here to serve and protect. And I personally don't think they're getting mm-hmm. adequate training, but that's that's
5: only a very small piece of it. But what do you because think I, not being trained? What do you think is missing from their training? Because I, I hear think that say this all the time, but mm-hmm. no one's ever because the thing about it is there's chokeholds, there's knees mm-hmm. to the back and the neck, and then there's shooting somebody because they're scared. I don't 100. think I don't think those are training issues. No, 100. And, and that's
3: why I said, like, this is a very small piece of the puzzle. But I think just from a training perspective, I think sensitivity is one of those things, because I, I know a couple of um people that, that aren't melanated, that are very pro-gun, very, like, I want to be a cop. And, you know, I'm just like, I wouldn't want to be stopped by you. I know <laughs> you and I, and I would and I know I would get a pass because I know you. Mm-hmm. But I, like, if I didn't know you, I wouldn't want to be stopped by, you You know what I'm saying? And I know people like that. And I know the, 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 the training process, because I know people that have gone through it. It's not very long. And I know that they don't, a lot of the people that, that become cops, they don't understand and have never really been in these type of communities. So they don't know how to react. You know what I'm saying? And And, and I agree that it's, it's not something that we could train out of, right? Like, when you look at the Breonna Taylor situation, there's a whole bunch of other names I screenshot I got it on, my, on my phone. But, like, when cops bust in, right, like, because they get a call and you get shot within the first 10 seconds, mm-hmm. how are we able to evaluate anything in that scenario in 10 seconds? You see so, what I'm saying? That's not a training thing, right? right? You Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I understand that's not a training thing. I'm just saying that that is something that needs to be addressed but it's not going to fix everything you know what i'm saying so
4: so here's here's what i'll I'll add to the conversation um police chiefs have very little power there are police chiefs that want to go in and do reform and they try to do reform but sometimes they're stopped by the unions And this thing called arbitration, which is why cops end up getting their job back, because um, the punishment, sometimes they enforce, they're unable to invoke a harsher punishment because of precedence, because they'll look at a situation and say, oh, well, this guy that held um, this suspect down on his neck for four minutes or so um, was punished like this. So why are you trying to... And for something different in this situation when it's very similar, so the police chiefs try, and this is where voting becomes problem because they oh we need a new police chiefs whatever, but the unions are an issue, and that and how do you attack that because we have examples of them trying to do stuff and they just can't get it done, and then you know what we have to watch out for is is these guys getting off and then getting their jobs back, so that's one thing to know, so that's a system thing. And maybe they're trying to implement new training methods, but they're blocked within the institution of the police. What we have to start pushing out, and what I love in response to what Sophie said, was that we have to start letting people know that this, the police were created to catch slaves. If people know more and more of the origin story, it won't change anything. But you have to make sure that people understand the original reasons of why the, it, this whole thing was created was to catch people. And because they needed to catch slaves, they basically gave them unilateral power. They could do whatever they want. And because they had that power, that power has trans basically have carried on from that moment in time until now. And that's why it is, a, it is very much a systemic thing. It's very much a racist thing. It's the reason why the KKK has started to infiltrate that. The FBI did an investigation. This was publicized, and then it's a known fact, and nobody's doing anything about it. So once people start to educate themselves and know more about that, then you start to get a a better understanding of why it's so systemic and why racism, I mean, why training would do very little to fix the problem because- is dealing with the racism that Sophie pointed out earlier.
2: And the only thing that I think would fix the problem is holding police accountable to the point where they're made an example out of to let you know, listen, if you shoot the wrong person, shit, even if you shoot the right person, because why the fuck Dylan Roof getting fucking water and hamburger helper delivered to his fucking cell? You know what I'm saying? If you shoot anyone, period, because... I think a lot of people are forgetting that is still a crime. I don't give a fuck if you're a police officer. I don't give a fuck if you feel threatened. Now, if, for example, you know, somebody else's life is threatened, or, you know, there's just very specific situations in which I think killing somebody at the hand of a police officer is even fucking warranted. But I think that holding these officers accountable for just different things, you know, false arrest or for wasting people's time that, you know, you decided to hold in questioning or, you know, anything like that. I think that there need to be very dire fucking consequences and they're not seeing anything. So they just don't give a shit.
4: That's going to do it for topics this week. We'll be back with common commentary after this quick break. All right, so we're back. So let's get into some comments before we jump into our um, past the mic segment. So a lot of them really were about Q and people really loved him. Um, You guys can go see that for yourself on on Reddit. Um, But I'll read a few uh, here. Uh, Let's see. Is this the one from Twitter? Oh, no, that's an old one. I forgot to delete that off my notes. All right, so Mosley C eleven oh nine said, uh, "I made a Reddit just to say, fucking preach, Q. My God, he spoke to my soul this entire episode. Uh, I pulled that one because I thought it's just, I thought it was dope that he created a Reddit just to say that. That's that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
4: Yeah, Cheddar Bob wrote this episode was amazing. I've been trying to tackle these current events, but my emotions have me going back and forth." I'm black and I've dealt with racial profiling all my life, but luckily I've never been hurt by the cops. I don't know what needs to be done, but we at least need to save space to discuss and get new ideas on board. So, um, yeah, I, I feel you, man. I think, um, after the recording, it took me a minute to even just want to edit it because just to kind of relive that whole conversation. Um, so I feel you, but hang in there, man. um, Master Minus, thank you at the entire crew for doing this. Sometimes it's like I'm in the twilight zone working from home and watching the news. But you all get it and speak candidly about the situation with no finger pointing, no sugar coating slash sensationalizing, and no apologists, no BS, uh FIFA voice. Great having Nan Q on for this one and keep up the good work. And uh the last one, Deltron 3030, wrote about uh, HBO Max. He says, so far. Most of the DC animated stuff is going straight to the DCU stream service. You'll think Matt's would consolidate all the WB properties from HBO DC to Boomerang, but nope, they too damn greedy. Okay. So yeah, I didn't know that that would make sense if they, they did it that way. But if people are paying, I guess might as well. All right. So let's jump into our pastor mic segment. You can send those to is the at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voicemail. You can send that to 470-440-0811. This question is coming from our email address. And it goes like this. Hey, guys, my name is Andrew, and I am 34 years old. I, unfortunately, haven't been living right and have had a chick on the side and found out she is pregnant simultaneously with my fiancee, who was six months pregnant. I've always wanted a big family, so in a way, this is a blessing. I know I have to come clean to my wife, but I'm scared she'll leave me. So should I wait until she gives birth to our child, or should I tell her now, thanks, guys?
2: Wait until
6: the kid
4: is born. You don't, you don't want to put that stress on her while
6: she, already, yep. yeah, while she already pregnant. You know, she yeah, just wait till after the child is born, man. And man up and tell her.
4: So, Sophie, you say uh, wait until the baby boy?
2: Yeah, I would, because if it was me, I would want to have a successful pregnancy all the way through, um, you know, full term, all Mm. of that, you know. And and then, because you're thinking, like, for me and for a lot of women, I think we want to have our partners in the room with us. So, like, I feel like that process would be a lot better, being that ignorance could be bliss, at least up until that point, I still probably wouldn't tell her like when the child is a week old, but maybe like, you know, when it gets, I don't know, maybe like a month old or something. Like basically when, when the routine has stabilized, I would probably say that's when you should tell it. And I wouldn't use it as an excuse to be like, okay, well, it's been 18 years. The (laughs) routine is stable. like, no, don't wait that long but I would you know just wait until the baby was born and until you know y'all get into a routine to tell her um so that way she can make a full decision on you know you have to give her that option to see whether or not she wants to leave which she probably will and you're just gonna have to stomach that so yeah that's what I'm basically saying hey baby we having twins right oh my god Kim wow <laughs> no, Surprise! Don't no, no worry about like that. <laughs> Hell not But, but talk- I agree with
3: Sophie and I also agree with BZ because at the end of the day, I think that, you know, first and foremost, you want to have a healthy baby. And I think that if you put that type of stress on your fiance now with that type of news, you don't know what can happen, you know what I'm saying, from now to when the baby's born. So I wouldn't do that just for the, the health of the baby. And I also agree with Sophie, like, I wouldn't do it like the next day or the week right after, you know, your, your baby with your fiance. I would definitely wait at least 30 to 45 days, you know, just so you can enjoy and your wife can enjoy, you know, the bundle of joy you have. And then you're going to have to break that news. Cause you can't, first and foremost, you can't, you can't hide it because hiding it is going to be the worst choice because now, you know, living a double life and, you know, trying to spend time with your other kid and hiding it from your wife or your fiance or whatever. That's just going to be too much, bro. You're going to have to man You're up, a double life up now. To it up. But it's different, though. It's different because, like, you could just, you know, dip off and just do whatever. Like, there's no responsibility to
1: that other part that of your life.
3: No, 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 no. Because you got to spend real quality time, Ken. You don't have to spend real quality time with your side chick. But when your side chick got a baby, that responsibility is way different now.
4: Hmm. What would you do, Mike? What should this brother do?
5: Run. (laughs) (laughs) Your categories. Get your ass to Canada, get your ass to Mexico, one of the two. Or or tell them it ain't (laughs) mine to give me on extra tight. But extra tight. Extra tight. I heard that Minnesota society reference. <laughs> I don't know what to tell this fool to do. Yeah, I mean I'm just gonna go with what Sophie said. That seems to make the most sense. Wait until the kid's born, admit that you're a dumbass. Yeah. And hope you don't leave your dumbass. But I don't feel sorry for you, so and I don't have any other uh any other tips for you. You fucked. I, I
4: think that what Sophie said makes a lot of sense. I didn't even think about it that way. But yeah, like, you know, uh the emotions, um you know could be could be something that could trigger a terrible res- response um so that makes sense so you kind of give both of them that moment to themselves that they don't know they, they're sharing with one with the other so um i th- it's it's the fiance uh fiance is first okay so yeah you got a head start yeah you got a head start so um, you can take care of the, the, the fiance. I mean, your fiance, who I think will probably may be your wife by then. And then, uh, oh you know.
5: God.
4: Don't you marry that yeah. woman
5: before you tell her. Yeah, do not. No, be- no, marry
4: her and get that out the way. It'll be hard for her to leave. She can get an annulled, but.
5: Uh, <laughs> take half your shit. Tell her now. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, Ken, what the hell wrong with you, brother?
4: Well, it depends on what state they're living in. I think you got to earn that. I think it's like you got to. Earn what? Be- is it immediate? It does depend on the state. Yeah, like right when you
5: get married, I think you have to like earn those extra credits before you're entitled to have. And what's I guarantee you, there's a smaller number of states that do it that way than there are the ones that do it the other way. Well, should he need to move? He need to. He need to go. I don't know. You stupid man. I'm not. I don't even feel sorry for you. I don't even know why you wrote in here with your dumb ass. But that
4: is a very good point. Like he probably do want to get it out the way, and then. I mean, shit. Then you can get out of get out of the marriage too.
5: How you running up in two different girls with no condom at the same time? No, bro. You're a piece like, of come on, man. You're right. lucky it was just a pregnancy and you didn't get them fucking
2: STDs, you asshole. Right. They yeah, probably left that out. Oh, let's get tested and not speak too quickly. Yeah, you're right.
5: You're
4: yeah. right. Well, they would know by now because the because, because of the mamas because mm-hmm. they they they've gotten all kind of tested for shit.
5: Oh uh, well,
6: yeah, that's right. Because they're doing a pre- yeah yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's sound advice, but I, I would, um, I don't know, man. I think, I think you should wait at least about 10, 15 years
5: before you say something. <laughs> yeah. Wait till the kids hold up to beat your ass and then tell them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
4: That, like if, if I ever had a catch kid somewhere, that's that's how I would want it to go down. Just the mother just show up. Be like, are you my daddy? <laughs> like, <that whole> thing. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if, if, like, that's one of my biggest fears is, is is for, you know, me to get a call or some kid to show up and, like, you know, remember that time when, you know, and this motherfucker, like, 12 and shit. I don't know what I would do. But, yeah, nah, stretch it out, man. That way the math may be a little bit harder to do, you know, because it was so long ago. So I'm just saying. Just you've been living the side life now. Continue to live that shit and let that shit rot. And then um and then uh you know wait until wait until later to tell. Cause by that, by that time, she'll be so invested in you. If you really love that woman, she'll be so invested with you that she ain't gonna want to really leave after about 10 years. But, but Ken, what are you but
2: talking she, about? Ken, isn't, the, isn't the side chick gonna file for child support and then the wife is gonna file it, that way? Like, what are you talking about? Not, not, they that's all don't. don't
4: that, that he has to have the right game. And if he has, if his game is tight, she wouldn't have to do that. And she wouldn't do that if he take care of his business.
3: But, so what but Ken, Ken, this, the side chick is gonna require more time and responsibility. There's no way that you're gonna wow. be able to split yourself what do you mean a whole thing? Now. But it's different because the bait all right, Ken.
2: No, I'm, finish I'm, your sentence. I'm not,
1: even gonna, yeah, go-
3: finish, I'm not
5: even gonna keep going back. I'm not even gonna keep going back and forth.
1: You now
5: if I did that, they would eat me up in the damn Reddit comments. Finish your damn statement, bro. You were on to something.
3: Now, I know I'm on to something. I'm just trying to get through Ken's thick old head and I'm not I'm not trying to drill that hard. <laughs> you I'm trying good. to protect your energy? <laughs> yep. Yep, I need my energy, bro. I'm good. I let it go.
1: I don't think it's, gonna be, uh,
4: it's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be that bad. She already know her place. Who the side
1: chick?
5: How do you know that? Because she's the side chick. That she don't know. Maybe she doesn't know she's the side chick. She might think she's the main chick. Yeah. Did he even say that? You don't really say. I don't even know why we're entertaining this dumb motherfucker. I ain't giving you no fucking advice. <laughs> if anything, I feel bad for these women. I don't feel bad for you. You're a, you're an asshole. He is an asshole. Everybody in the comments that's calling me mean, fuck y'all too. This is some bullshit. I don't feel bad for this dude. You knew what you were doing fucking two chicks at the same time with no damn condom. Right. And then bust Right. You can't you even know, pull so you out. <laughs> what are you doing? What part you of the game is this?
4: Come on, man. I don't feel bad for you. All lives matter.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: oh, my God. <laughs> Lord have mercy, man. Oh Oh my God, man. man. (laughs) I was not expecting that.
1: Oh man. That's
6: gonna
4: do
1: it for us this week. (laughs) We'll catch you guys next time. We out peace. (laughs) Peace out, (laughs) y'all.